Live from the 2018 WBY Shootout. Presented by Allegra Allergy Relief and built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. At courtside, Bart Winkler and the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. And good evening, I'm Bart Winkler, big time Mike McGivern alongside. We're here at Concordia University for the 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY shootout. There's one game wrapping up right now between Green Bay Southwest and Wisconsin. That was yesterday. That's yesterday. Between Mineral Point and the Milwaukee Academy of Science. The Novas. And we're going to bring you our three games tonight. On Alaska against Waukesha West, Mount Horeb, Racine Park, and Greenfield and Muskego. So about 15 seconds left in this one. Uh, the... Who do we have winning here? Mineral Point. And you're asking me to call a game that Min- I Mineral Points beat Milwaukee Academy of Science. Mineral Point, really good team. Uh, up near the Madison area, awfully good. Milwaukee Academy of Science, I'm very familiar with. Agape Key, who is the uh, head coach there, I've known for a long time. They were down about 17, came out and pressed a little bit, got a lot of turnovers, got back in the game, and in fact took the lead. Took the lead at uh, 78-77. And have given up five straight, and it looks like they'll go down. They're down four now, 15 to go. 15 seconds left in this one, and then, again, we have our three. We're going to bring you on Alaska versus Waukesha West. Waukesha West, who came in here as the number one ranked school in D1 to start the season. Waukesha West at the last poll ranked eighth in D1, 6-1 and one overall, 4-1 and one in conference against on Alaska, who is undefeated right now here in the 2018-2019 campaign and undefeated when it comes to the WBY shootout. They've never lost here in 12 they, tries. They have not. And right now they're uh, undefeated in the Mississippi Valley. Uh, that's a good conference with Lacrosse Central and Sparta and Holman. Uh, but they're 7-0 overall and uh, 2-0 in conference. And uh, I'll tell you, I've heard nothing but good things about about that team this year. They've got good size. Normally when Waukesha West steps on the court, They've got uh, way better size than anybody they're playing. But on Alaska's got a couple of uh, good-sized kids, and uh, their starting point guard is uh, is not with them tonight. Uh, talking to their head coach, he's on a cruise, and his, his grandmother got him a year and a half ago. So I said, Coach, how are you feeling about that? He said, not great. He said, but you know what? It gives a couple of kids a chance to play that probably wouldn't get a chance to play in an event like this. And uh, we're going to see what we what we can do against a really good Waukesha West team. There's one game going on now before we get to ours. Mineral Point up 84 to 78. And it looks to be uh, over for them. Five seconds to go. And we're going to try to make it interesting, but not. So it'll be an 84. Well, one foul not called, but that's fine. That's good. 84-78 final. Mineral Point gets the win here over Milwaukee Academy of Science. And, again, our game will be coming up here on Alaska-Waukesha West. And you're talking about that with with a kid on a cruise and some of these other kids as you go down on Alaska's roster, a few guys not with the team for various reasons. That's one of the challenges sometimes with these holiday tournaments or with these holiday games is you're planning around the holidays, you're planning around pre-made vacations, you're planning around that stuff. But for this kind of event, I think a lot of people, if they got a team – that they know is going to play in this event, they make sure to keep those dates free. And look, Mark Miller already has has, has given you the list of, of teams that are coming next year. So you know as a team and as a coach and as a program that you've been invited to, to what I think is the best showcase tournament, state of Wisconsin, and uh, you can't beat that. And, and if you've got a year notice, you try not to um, certainly plan any vacations around that. But, you know, it happens, and if, if this kid's grandmother a year and a half ago, 
said, look, I've got a cruise and you're coming with me. Uh, you know what? How do you, what, what, what do you say to Grandma? No? No, you go and, and, and again, like every good program, you say next man up. And who's going to take over? Here's the best part about the, this Rick Majerus tournament. You're, you're seeing it right now. Once the Rick Majerus Foundation got involved in this tournament, it really took it to a different level. They, they announce an MVP every game, and then they do a $5,000 student-athlete scholarship. So these kids have to apply for it. They have to, write, um, they have to write an essay, and then they've got to get some people to write letters for them. And then they pick, and they get a $5,000 scholarship. And so they, they do that just about every game. And if they've had somebody who's already won it, like I think Mineral Point may have done, so then they won't do it this game. But normally after every game, uh, Jody Majerus uh, is, is here, and, and she'll go out, and, uh, and Lori Hulk, Lori's uh, executive director of the Rick Majerus Foundation, they'll go out and announce who's, uh, who's the MVP and then who's the uh, Rick Majerus student-athlete of, the, of the, the, the team. And it's an awesome $5,000 scholarship. And I really commend them for giving back to some of these kids that take care of their business in the classroom, in, you know, on the court, and certainly in their community. Some good off-the-court stuff, as Mike McGivern mentioning, and some good on-the-court stuff, too, Mike. I think the one of the great parts about this event is that you are getting matchups that you would not otherwise get. I mean, we know how many teams there are. We know how many different conferences there are throughout the entire state. Some of these teams may not get the chance to ever match up against each other. So what the WBY Shootout does, the Rick Majerus WBY Shootout, is it gives them the opportunity to see matchups you wouldn't normally see. On Alaska versus Waukesha West, you're not going to see that matchup outside of an event like this. Mount Horeb, Racine Park, Greenfield, Muskego, you may, but some of these other matchups you're, you're not really going to see. You're taking teams from all over the state. And on Alaska, I mean, this is a big deal to them. They come from the entire other side of the state, and when they've come here, they don't lose. No, they come from the lacrosse area, and they're uh... – it's a really good program that they put together. And um, when Onalaska comes here, they they normally, like you said, they've never lost here. There's a challenge here tonight for them. Waukesha West is a good program, a good team, good size, and you'll get a chance to see some of the better players, uh, not only from the southeast Wisconsin area tonight, but certainly from around the state. So this is going to be fun. We've got three games for you tonight on the fan, three games that I have prepared for. Uh, Onalaska and Waukesha West coming up. In about 10 minutes. The clock has started, so they have 10 more minutes to warm up, and then we're going to have that game for you. Mount Horeb and Racine Park. That one coming up just after 7.30. Greenfield and Muskego then will come up at 9. So on the fan, 12.50 a.m., 105.7 FM, radio.com app, however you're listening, we're going to bring you three high school basketball games today. Tomorrow we're going to come back and do it again with a pair of matinee games. St. Thomas Moore and St. Mary Springs tomorrow at noon. Appleton Xavier and Kettle Moraine Lutheran will be at 1.30. So five games in total, just a small sample size of what there is to check out here at Concordia University. Concordia, always a great host for this event. There were no pre-sale tickets. The gym can do about 2,000 people. There is some good room available so you can get here. The Concordia University team selling concessions. Uh, Parking is free. Tickets are just $5 for students and senior citizens. 10 for adults, and they're good the entire day. I know, you know, when you're looking for something to do around this time, what's better than posting up on a seat, getting some low-priced concessions and watching some good basketball? You bet. Hey, and when we get to a break, and you get us in and out of breaks today, but William Howe from uh, from Chatham and Allegra is here. 
and we can't do this kind of stuff without really good sponsors. So we'll get a chance to talk to him a little bit uh, before the game and thank him. Uh, Bingo Emmons from Creative Construction Wisconsin, who's another sponsor, is coming uh, a little bit later tonight. We'll talk to him about why they're getting involved, why they get back to the community, and why high school sports so important to these guys. Uh, Allegra Allergy Relief, as you mentioned, involved. Pick and Save involved. Creative Construction involved. Pella Windows and Doors uh, involved. And the thing about doing high school games for as many as I've done in the communities I've done them, they don't get the opportunity to be broadcast without local sponsors getting on board to bring you that. So definitely thanks to everybody that's a part of this. And we're going to get underway here in about eight minutes. We'll take a break. It is the Rick Majerus WBY Shootout presented by Allegra Allergy Relief and built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. We'll come back with more of our pregame show and then tip-off of game one of three on this Friday night here at Concordia University. It's the Rick Majerus WBY Shootout here on The Fan. Back to courtside at the WBY Shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Here at Concordia University, game one of three coming up. We'll have on Alaska and Waukesha West tipping off in about six minutes. Mount Horror, seen Park after that. Greenfield, Muskego will be our nightcap tonight. Three games, three high school basketball games live broadcast here at the fan part of the WBY shootout. And, Mike, this is an event that we look forward to doing whenever we can, but we couldn't do it without some of our great sponsors. We could not. And and this young man who's joining us right now is a friend of mine. And he's, he's a client. Uh, William Howell from Chatham and, and Allegra Allergy Relief. William, thank you so much for getting uh, involved with what we're doing here today. Yeah, I appreciate it, Mike. I mean, you know, he called me last minute with the opportunity. And anything to help out the, uh, you know, sponsor this event and get it out on the radio. Well, I'll tell you what, these high school kids uh, really appreciate the fact that we're able to do this, and we can't do it without guys like you, William. And and other than being a Detroit Lion fan, I love you to death, my friend. <laughs> hey, I'm, hey, I'm going up to Lambeau for the first time experience for the game for the Lions Packers. Wish it was better circumstances, you know, both going for a playoff spot or something. But well, I was hoping that we had uh, the Packers, not we, because I don't play for them the Packers <laughs> had the uh, conference locked up and it'd be about 30 below yeah as, right, you know, uh, for you but hey, it, it's starting to get cold I thought it was going to be in the 40s up there but now it's looking in the 30s yeah but 30s. you're inside so don't worry about <laughs> it in those seats that you have I looked at that look those up just so you know you get a chance to go on top of the scoreboard if you want to go outside yeah. and see a great view and certainly Jeff Orlowski who's back at the station understands that view because these are his seats right. and I want to thank Jeff for that um William, when, when uh, we talk about giving back to the community and doing the stuff that we do together on some of this stuff, cutest yeah. baby contest coming up, yeah. uh, the, the cat contest, a lot of stuff that you do uh, as fun events with us to, to try to move more product, obviously, is the bottom line. But I think we do some creative things together. Thank you for that. Yeah, no, it, anytime, you know, we we at Allegra and in Chatham, we want to be able to get back to the communities. and. And, you know, like the cutest cat, it, it works perfect, you know, talking about allergy medicine and sometimes with the uh, other events that we do, it's just because we, uh, we have some fun with it. Hey, William, this time of year, are people utilizing some of your products? I mean, allergies right now, um, are, are, are they non-existent when it comes to the kind of stuff that you sell product for? No, you, you still get it. I mean, there's uh, the Allegra D, which is a decongestant you use a lot in the winter because people will get stuffed up, you know, indoor allergies, things like that. A lot of times this year, people get real dry, too, with um, just being stuck inside all the time and, and not be getting outside enough. So, That's awesome. So, look, if you're needing something over the counter, 
Allegra is the product that you're you're looking for, and certainly go see your pharmacist and say, yep. hey, where where is it? Where's the best Allegra where, I can? You know, at your local Roundies, Woodman's, you know, those are the best places to pick it up here in town. You know, shop local and you know, uh, give back to the community. Hey, does Shopco sell it? Uh, Shopco does. They do. So you can hit the Shopco too. They're, uh, I know they're not here in, uh, in, in directly in Milwaukee, but, you know, they're around the city. So uh, hey, We get streamed live all over the world, pal. Hey, I don't know if shop goes all over the world, but we'll the, get them there. It's a Green Bay company. <laughs> hey, William, thanks go. a lot. We'll get back to you probably halftime. All right. Sounds good, Mike. You know, I'm allergic to cats. Just the mention my, of my cats. Wife, my wife, Terry, is. Oh, yeah. yeah. My, my, Mike's giving the product to his wife, and, and she's, she swears by it now. She can't Swear's live without it. There you, he's going he's gonna to run me dry out of my, uh, my samples. Hey, kind of like me. She can't live without me either. <laughs> oh, boy. Going to be a long night with innuendos like that. Mike McGivern, I'm Bar Winkler William. Thank you, and we'll talk to you again around halftime, which isn't too far away because tip-off's not too far away. On Alaska, Waukesha West. We'll have game one of three tonight coming up. We're back in 60 seconds right here on The Fan. Back to courtside at the WBY Shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Rick Majerus, WBY Shootout here at Concordia University presented by Allegra Allergy Relief and built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Let's get your starting lineups for our first game tonight between Onalaska and Waukesha West. Starting line is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. 0% down, zero payments until June of 2020. PellaWI.com. All right, for Waukesha West, currently eighth in Division One in the rankings. They are 6-1 and one overall, 4-1 and one in the Classic 8. They lost to Arrowhead a couple of weeks ago. That's who they trail in conference. Starting for them tonight, Chris Breedy will be... Uh, at the point, 16.4 points per game for Brady. Cam Pelesi will be running the offense as well, along with Brady. Uncommitted, but doing an outstanding job of facilitating the Wolverines offense so far this season. Rocky Martinez, kind of a guard-forward hybrid. Avery Awusu Asiodo. Thank you for that. I'm glad you got that one. He said, when I asked him the pronunciation before the game, he said, eh, it's all right, people get it wrong. I said, you make them get it right. Uh, Awusu Asiodo will be starting along with David Skogman. An interesting story with Skogman that we'll touch on throughout the game. Had a heart ailment over the summer, so wasn't able to commit. Uh, the senior is getting offers from Rutgers, Southern Illinois, Texas Tech, and Valpo. Uh, he's a difference maker for them. Shoots 55% from the field. So that's going to be a story we'll touch on throughout the day. That's for Waukesha West. For Onalaska, they come in here undefeated, not just in the 2018-19 campaign, but also in this WBY shootout. Every year they've come over to Mequon. Every year they've come back home. Winners starting for them tonight. Carson Arns averages about 17 points a game. The uh, junior Tyrell Stutley, a junior averaging about 15 points a game. Sam Kick, who is a little under the weather. Maybe he does need some Allegra. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's flu. Maybe it's something else. He's averaging about 13.5 a game and uh, they're looking for a big night for him if he can get through it. The sophomore Gavin McGrath the sophomore as well will get the start, and then Jonathan Flanagan, a senior. So again, the starters for Waukesha West, Brady, Palesi, Martinez, Owosu, Asiodu, and Skogman, and I'll try not to say it like that every time, and then for Onalaska, Arn Stutley, Kick, McGrath, and Flanagan. So two teams that are ranked right now, the latest rankings haven't come out for about, uh, I think the last ranking was the 18th, 
So right now, Yvonne Alaska ranked sixth in D2. You've got Waukesha West ranked eighth in D1. So this is one of those matches we were talking about that otherwise wouldn't happen without this WBY shootout, but is going to be very interesting. One of the matchups that people circle when they want to make sure to try to get out to Concordia and watch the, one of these games. Yeah, and a good crowd. Not a great crowd, but a good crowd. And I think people are starting to file in a little bit because this is going to be a good game. The next two will be great games. And uh, I'm looking forward to not seeing Waukesha West play. We played against them. I coach at Martin Luther. We played against them in the in the summer and uh, and had a chance to see these guys up close and personal. They're awfully talented. Skogman will win the tip from McGrath. So Waukesha West coming uh, right to left here on your radio dial. They'll be wearing the black uniforms with the blue trim on Alaska in the all-whites with the purple lettering. The Hilltoppers out from just near lacrosse. First shot is up and no good off the hands of Chris Breedy. So on Alaska will come the other way with Jonathan Flanagan, who at 5'11", he is not 5'11". If I'm 5'11", he's 5'8", <laughs> if that. Small guy running the point right now for the Hilltoppers. You don't think he's 5'11"? Do you? I, well, I don't know. These other guys are pretty big. Yeah, no, probably not. 5'11"? He looks like he's about 12, but he can play, man. I'm telling you. I'm 5'11 on an apple cart, and I'm four inches over uh, that guy. Well, we'll uh, we'll see. But I'm sure he could run me right out of the gym. So He looks like Opie Taylor a little bit for you old <laughs> people listening. On Alaska, no good at that end. Here comes Waukesha West the other way. Polisi. Polisi? Yep. Polisi. Yep. His dad's a referee, by the way. Oh, then I better get it right. Better get it right. I don't want I'm to sure get he's here somewhere. He'll, up he'll tee one. you up. Polisi, the sophomore. They kick it over to, that is, Martinez, and he's good. So they take the lead does the Wolverines of Waukesha West, and it's 2-0. Uh, 16.50 to go yet. Plenty of time here in this one. Waukesha West comes out in a 12-press trap right away in the corner. A horrible place to uh, inbound the ball when you're you're facing a trapping press like that, and uh, they turned it over. Martinez will put up the shot for three, and it's good. So Rocky Martinez with the first five for Waukesha West. They leave 5-0. Here coming the other way, uh, the Hilltoppers, Flanagan. Down low, no good from Stutley. Fighting for the board. Stutley after a missed tip, and it'll go the way of Waukesha West. So with a five-point lead, they're coming back down right now in control of this game, getting their shots to fall. Martinez, again, feeling it, Heat but check. no good. From beyond the arc, he's no good. But a good start for him, and Waukesha West still up 5-0. The WBY shootout here on the fan bar. Winkler alongside Mike McGivern. You know, I was talking to the head coach at Waukesha West before the game, and he gave me some keys to the game. He said, look, we, we need to start fast, and they've certainly done that. We need to play with some energy, and uh, so far they're, they're doing that as well. Wants to try to get everybody involved. So far it's the Rocky Martinez show. It's 5 nothing. But uh, one of his keys was we need to get touches for everybody early, get everybody involved, and uh, take care of the ball. Flanagan's three is no good for the Hilltoppers. Waukesha West with the board. And now down low in the paint, looking for Martinez. It's going to be off. Tough pass from Skogman. Skogman, rather. And Onalaska will be fouled on the attempt was Stutley. Tough pass down here from Skogman to Martinez. Onalaska hits the board and looking for their first points will be Stutley at the line. Yeah, they doubled him. He tried to make a pass to a guy underneath the basket, but it hit the backboard and uh, got away from him a little bit. Our guys, our players that we played last night, not big fans of the ball they're using here. Uh, all said, look, it's a little slippery, a little slick compared to what we have been using uh, throughout the year. This is a Spalding ball that they're using, and heard uh, a number of players say the same thing, so maybe that ball slipped out of his hands. 
The first free throw is good, and so is the second. So 5-2 to two in favor of West. 15-25 here to go. WBY shootout here on the fan. The Wolverines, Palesi crosses the timeline. A couple of shake-and-bake moves. Look to Martinez in the corner. He'll drive in. Kick it back out to Breedy. Breedy at the score, averaging about 16-4 a game. Off the sheet for now. Back down low to Avery. He'll kick it back out. Palesi and Waukesha West just looking for the right opportunity. Palesi will drive in. Gets it to fall. So that's two more. It's 7-2 Wolverines. On Alaska playing man-to-man, and uh, they let Palesi get right to the basket and lay it in. Stutley bounce pass. They're on the floor for it. Stutley going to take it back. They're on the floor for it. Bounced around a little bit. Stutley, right place, right time. Puts it down. It's 7-4 on Alaska trying to even this thing up. Three-point shot just off the mark from Skogman. It is Skogman, and I will get that right. 7-4. Wolverines on Alaska. Sam Kick. Kicks it out and Knew over that was the bench. Kicked it out of bounds. Sam kicked it. Might as well say that right off the bat, right? Might as well get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. We're going to say it at some point. To Why delay the inevitable? A head coach at Alaska said that uh, Sam's been really sick. He's going to try to go a little bit tonight. He's one of their best players, and he's going to try to uh, try to go as long as he can today. With their starting point guard out, it's been uh, difficult a little bit with uh, their backup point guard to get them into anything they're trying to run. Owusu Asioto off the glass, no good. Boarded up by the Hilltoppers. And they're three guys short. We talked about the one kid who's on a cruise, a couple other guys not with the team. So their bench is thin. Kick knocks it down from beyond the arc. It's seven all here, 13-44 left to go in the first half. He looks like he's feeling good so far. So far, yep. On last, he comes out then a half-court little trap, little zone trap that they're trying to uh, – Trying to get Waukesha West off off what they were running, I think, offensively in the beginning of the game. Breedy, the kick out over Martinez. He'll look for Skogman, and that one's good. So 9-7 in the paint where a lot of his buckets come from. 55% field goal percentage on the season for Skogman. He adds two there. It's 9-7 Wolverines. On Alaska quickly down the other end. They find Stutley, who's open baseline, kicks it back out. That's a long one from kick. No good, won't go. Boarded up, fighting for it is Gavin McGrath. And they'll tie it up at 9 a, nine a piece off the bucket from McGrath. Again, they come out uh, half court, uh, kind of a 1-3-1, one, one, almost a, a, an extended 2-3, trying to trap a little bit. Um, when, they, when they started out in a man, they gave up a couple either easy baskets, so they've gone to zone. Martinez good at this end, 11-9. to nine. You know, a lot of attention about Polisi, Polesi and, and Skogman coming into this one as far as maybe the D1, D2 recruits, but Rocky Martinez, the senior, is making an impact on this game early. He's got seven of the 11 points so far for the Wolverines who get the turnover at the far end. Coming back down, Martinez thinking three, driving instead, slapped away by West, uh, by on Alaska, and here comes Tyrell Stutley. The junior will take it all the way off the glass and good. Oh, a tough shot. Tough shot. So he's almost matching Martinez bucket for bucket. It's 11-11 with just over 11 minutes here to go. Game one of three that we're calling tonight on the fan. Waukesha West versus on Alaska. Three-point shot. Palessi. Will go down. 
Yeah, the sophomore, 6'4". Yeah, got his feet set and knocked that down. Nobody around him. He moved the ball nice against that zone. 15.5 points a game for Pelesi. He adds three there, and the dunk at the other end from Gavin McGrath has been quiet so far this evening. That's a way to perk things up a little bit. 14-13 in favor of Waukesha West. You know, Waukesha West ran in that 12 press, and, and Alaska's making him pay for it. Bounce pass, Martinez off the glass, and good. Rocky Martinez with nine. Turnover. Quick turnover, Waukesha West driving. Slapped around a little bit, almost an own goal, so to speak, in soccer terms. Onalaska will get the bucket instead, or the basketball. 16-13 driving, and fouled again in Stutley. Boy, I'm sorry to even approach the soccer topic. I felt that look yeah, I'm, piercing I'm, I'm, right through me. I'm leaving. I'm, I will not be. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a big soccer fan. You know, go, go wave. If, if, you're, if your kid is playing basketball, one of the better sports for him to play is soccer, especially defensively, Mike. Let's uh, let's get back to the action on the court if we can. You know, uh, on every score, Waukesha West is uh, running this 12 press. And uh, twice now they've turned him over. But when Onalaska has taken care of the ball, got the, the ball in the middle of the floor, they've attacked it and they've scored off it. As a coach, I like when teams press us. I, I do because I think it's a really golden opportunity to get the ball up and down the floor, you know, set the pace and score and make them pay for pressing us. Stutley makes one of the free throws. It's 16-14. Waukesha West has the basketball again coming right to left on your radio.com app. Bucket is airballed from Skogman. Yeah, he thought he got hit. He turned it the free throw line and shot. He thought uh, thought somebody hit his elbow, and I think maybe that was the case. But uh, now Waukesha West is getting out of that press, as we had talked about. Just a one-man, just kind of a show press. And uh, they're now in a, looks like a half-court 1-3-1. It's exactly what it is. They're going to look to trap in the corners if they can. Stutley driving, slapped away, Skogman. 6-10 helps. You're starting to see why he's got offers from a handful of different schools. And here comes the Wolverines. Jumper, no good Pelesi. Boarded up by the Hilltoppers. Pelesi's good, man. He's a sophomore. He's a really good player. Very calm, good size. Victor Desmond has since checked in for Alaska, as has Hank Olson. Waukesha West. I don't yeah. believe they've subbed yet. No, 1-3-1. One, one. Again, they're... they're uh, She's kind of packing in a little bit, actually not trapping in the corners. Almost a matchup on this. Game slowed down here on Alaska. Sort of a Matthew Della Vadova-esque three-point shot from Hank Olson. McGrath. Won't fall. McGrath gets the tip back, and it's tied up again. We're just under 10 minutes here in. 9.31 left in the first half, 16-16. Quick pace game slowing down a little bit. Waukesha West and Onalaska tied up. Both teams are playing zone. That'll that'll uh, that'll slow the pace down a little bit. Trying to move the ball side to side, try to get it to the middle is what they're going to end up doing. Corner three won't go. Boarded up by Stutley of the Hilltoppers. Loses the basketball, regains, finds Olsen who's driving, and that one won't go. Olsen just six feet. But, again, that may be a sort of overmeasurement. Looked like there were taller bodies around him. He went one on three. Couldn't get it to fall, sort of an off-balance shot. And now the Wolverines the other way. Skogman looking for it. He's got three guys on him, driving with his body to the bucket. Gets his own board. 
Needs to get another one and won't. You know, I don't know how many times this year, or even last year, Skogman's gone against somebody like McGrath, who's 6'9", long and really active. So this would be a good challenge for him and see how he does against a kid pretty much his size and good feet and uh, awfully active. On Alaska with some patience. Victor Desmond, corner three, will come way short and boarded up by West. Again, 16-16, just over eight to go in the first half. You know, as we talked about, on Alaska short guys, and their coach thought that, you know, some of these kids get a chance to play a little bit more. Three-point shot is money from Brady. That was about as textbook as a three-point shot could be. He's a 44% three-point shooter so far this season. That's high. Surprised he hasn't taken more yet here in this game, although it is still young, 19-16 to 16 in favor of the Wolverines. Desmond with the basketball, far side in the corner. Thought about a three, passed it up. Onalaska's struggling against this half-court 1-3-1. One, one. That three-point shot good. Carson Arns, who averages about 17 a game, gets three right there, 19 all with 7.30 to go. You know, you try to look opposite against a 1-3-1, one, one, and that's exactly what they did. Another three-point attempt. Waukesha West, the other side, yes. Palessi. He's about a 33% three-point shooter, so he's got the green light as well. 22-19, just over seven to play. On Alaska, again, has never lost in 12 tries in the WBY shootout. Can you want to look opposite on this 1-3-1. Driving, stuffed, collecting his own board. There you go. Will be Stutley kicks it out, and that's going to be another three-point shot from Carson Arns, who's feeling it. 22-22, 6.50 to go. Martinez has some space. Comes baseline, checks back with it, looking for help. We'll find Skogman. Top of the key now is Pelesi. Going to find Skogman around the stripe, kick it back out. Pelesi drives, shoots, and won't go. Boarded up by Victor Desmond, the 6'2 uh, sophomore. On Alaska over the timeline, saving it from coming out of bounds at least. Took a timeout. I thought he did, but they call a timeout. So we'll take a timeout ourselves. We'll come back in 60 seconds. It's the Rick Majerus WBY shootout. Tied up at 22 between Waukesha West and Onalaska. Mike McGivern. WBY shootout, Rick Majerus, WBY shootout here on the fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Mike McGivern, 22-22, Waukesha West and Onalaska. Onalaska had called a timeout. They have the basketball, lost possession, regained it back, and now uh, they lost it. So 22-22, just under six to go. This is our first of three games that we're calling tonight on the fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Mike McGivern. Good game so far. Waukesha West took a lead early on Alaska fighting back, and it's been pretty much basket for basket the last 10 minutes or so. It's been a good game. It really has. Teams trying to feel each other out a little bit. Not played these guys before. Victor Desmond crossing the timeline for on Alaska. They look out looking for the three. Evan Gamoki, no good. Boarded up by the Wolverines. Chris Brady. Every bit that 6-4 frame as advertised will get fouled on the shot attempt and go to the line foul called against Victor Desmond. You know, after that timeout, both teams switched up a little bit defensively and uh, 
Waukesha West been doing a nice job in that half court 1-3-1. One, one. know that uh, they gave up a couple threes, but they were tough threes. And uh, I'm pretty sure they'll stay in that. They, I don't see them pressing again for a while. That press on Lasky did a nice job breaking the press, getting the ball in the middle, and scoring off that, that press. First free throw is good for Brady. That's four on the night for him. Had that nice three-point shot earlier. Substitution will come in. Skogman back in. We'll also see Alex Regenfelder for the first time tonight. Martinez out there as well. Palessi. 23-22 in favor of West. Our next game will be right after this one, Mount Horb, Racine Park, and Greenfield Muskego. Three games tonight on the fan. The second free throw good as well. Just under five and a half to go, 24-22. On Alaska now with the hoop. Waukesha West moved to a man-to-man, got out of that half-court 1-3-1. One, one. I'm sure they'll come back to it. But right now, uh, playing pretty aggressive man-to-man defense. Sam kicked back in low under the weather. Has looked good so far tonight when out there. Over to Flanagan. Back to kick now to Carson Arns. Flanagan thinking about a three, trying to find room far side. They'll go Carson Arns. Driving into the paint. Kick out to Stutley. Back to Flanagan. They're looking for a three. They're going to find an opportunity with Arns, who is off and boarded up by the 6'10 senior, David Skogman. Palessi with the basketball. Waukesha West trying to set up a play. 24-22 they lead. Coming right to left. Palessi open. They've done a nice job to open up Brady in the corner. Nobody on him. Had a chance to even think about it and knock down the three. So that's two threes for him tonight, 27-22 after the three-point shot from Chris Breed. Well, I'm impressed with Pelesi. He really does run the show for Waukesha West, calms people down, makes the right pass, knocks down shots. He's a really good-looking sophomore. Just over four minutes to go, the first half of three games tonight. On the fan, it's going to be a charge. Taken by Pelesi. You know, it surprised me that a kid that good, you know, Learned how to play basketball from a referee. His dad, actually, his dad coached at West Dallas Hale, and uh, yeah, he's he's one of the good ones. He's a good guy. Sometimes when you're a referee or a ref's kid, you, you either lean into that and know the advantages, or you you understand that there's a lot of tough calls, and you try to not put referees in that position. He did a good job to take the charge there. They find Martinez in the corner, but on Alaska, quickly swarms him up. Chris Brady with uh, about a ten footer. It's good. He's feeling it. 29-22. We'll take a quick timeout. 29-22. Waukesha West over on Alaska. Game one of three at the Rick Majerus WBY shootout presented by Allegra Allergy Relief and built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to courtside at the WBY shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Rick Majerus, WBY Shootout, presented by Allegra Allergy Relief, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. After the timeout, Tyrell Stutley with the basket uh, right at the rack. That's 11 points for him tonight of the 24. So on Alaska, trying to crawl back again. Waukesha West doing a good job to extend the lead. It's 29-24 here, and a a turnover for the Hilltoppers going left to right. Just under three minutes to go in this first half. A good game here at Concordia University, part of the Rick Majerus WBY shootout kick. Will look corner, 
to Stutley, back to kick, and Stutley going to drive now. Takes on a couple defenders, puts up a shot. Boy. Could have been better. Yeah, yeah, a little off balance. He forced that one a little bit. Here comes West. And under the basket block, Pelesi, he'll regain and put it down and kind of fronts up a little bit. Excited about that, 131-24. For me, most impressive player on the floor right now is Pelesi. He's really... Very calm, doesn't force anything, takes good shots, plays good defense. He's an impressive basketball player. Miscommunication from Flanagan and Stutley, and so it'll be West basketball. You know what I'm noticing a lot in this game is when the guys, they, they seem to be really willing to take it to the the rack, even if they've got both teams, two, three guys on them, everybody trying to get shots as close to the basket as possible. Sometimes it works, sometimes not so much. Now, when you penetrate like that, if you trust some shooters, you want to be able to kick to those guys. And like here, he, he kicked it, uh, Martinez did. If there's two, three guys in a lane, penetrate and kick to an open shooter. Skogman, they'll look to Martinez. They now look up to Regenfelder. And we're far side. Breeze trying to find Skogman under the basket. He will, and he'll get fouled right away. Wanted the shot, but he'll get at least the two buckets or the two free throw attempts. 136 to go, 31-24 in favor of the Wolverines. Wolverines, they're not done. They've got a game tomorrow, the, the late one tomorrow night against Milwaukee Lutheran is the first one. Will fall on Alaska as well tomorrow at 4.30. So both of these teams in action again here tomorrow. If you couldn't get out for this one and want to watch uh, these two teams play, you can do so tomorrow. Concordia both free throws are good. Stick around for that 7.30 matchup too. Martin oh, yeah, Luther who would that be? Brookfield East against the Mighty Spartans. I heard Martin Luther took their first loss of the season yesterday. Let's get back to this game if we can. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to a really good Brookfield Central team. So well, a nine-point well nine lead now for Waukesha West, which is surprising if only in the historic circumstances. On Alaska has never lost. Martinez... With the slam dunk, it's an 11-point lead, 35-24. That gets the crowd going, especially the Wolverine bench. Onalaska's never lost in the WBY shootout, but if there's a year to do it, it's this one. Waukesha West, a very tough opponent, as the bucket's good on that end from McGrath, 35-26. And Onalaska, they're a little hurt tonight in the depth department. They've got a guy who's out on a cruise. They've got a few guys that are sick that are playing. They've got some guys that just flat on our here. The depth is being tested. And Waukesha West taking advantage, three-point shot, Skogman no good. Once Waukesha West went to that man that they've been running now, uh, Alaska has had a hard time um, getting good looks. Really uncoordinated attempt at the he got hit. hoop from Arns. He did get hit, so he'll go to the line. 35-26, 33 seconds to go in the first half. Been a quick half. West with the lead over Alaska. Yeah, one, I mean, some of these guys, they, they have nothing to do, and we keep referencing it, how Onalaska's never lost at this event. They've never been a part of those teams years ago, but right. I, I think that, you know, that's the kind of pressure that is put on this team to keep that going. It, it is, and certainly people, if, you know, Mark Miller lets them know that they've not lost here. But they're <laughs> playing some, and I don't know who they played in the past. I can't go back and look, but this is a quality opponent from a really good conference. Classic Eight's known as a football conference, but boy, they got some good basketball players in that conference. On last, it comes back into a zone. Um, the man to man they were playing, they've given up some looks, and uh, back to a matchup 2 3. 
Both free throws are good, so they cut the lead for Waukesha West to just seven. Martinez tries to make it nine. He won't. 35-28. Probably time for one more shot here. Ten seconds on Alaska. Wants to go into the locker room feeling good at halftime. Kick. He's going to try to take it himself. Nice spin. The shot won't go. The putback will not go. The second putback will not go. So that'll be the first half. 35-28 in favor of Waukesha West. This is a good one. Get out here if you can. If not, stay snug and cozy next to your radio. We will have the halftime show coming up next. Halftime brought to you by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. We'll come back in two minutes with our halftime show. The score, 35 for Waukesha West. On Alaska's got 28 more from the Rick Majerus WBY shootout coming up here on The Fan. Back to courtside at the WBY shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Rick Majerus, WBY shootout. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Mike McGivern. We are here. It is your Creative Construction of Wisconsin halftime show. Sixth generation, 90 years of plastering and stucco work. Call Creative Construction We're also brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, and also Allegra Allergy Relief where we bring in William Howe who joins us again on our halftime show. So, William, you've seen uh, Michigan high school basketball. You're a hockey player, so you still watch some high school basketball when you were back in Michigan. Um, These are two... You know, not not of the the best teams, but two of the better teams, state of Wisconsin. What do you think? They're both they're looking good. I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you this, Mike. They're all a lot taller than I am. Well, that, that's, so they got that going for them. But you hockey, <laughs> but you hockey boys, you're not all like six five. I got to tell you, <laughs> no, no, we're not. But Alaska, they they look like uh, you know they got a short bench. I feel like and, they do, and it, you know it might it might hurt them. I mean, not a lot of fouls in that first half, but. Yeah, that could come back to bite them you, in the long run. What's interesting, William, is when you play at a college court, it's 10 feet longer. It's 5 okay. feet on either side than a high school gym. And so I know when, when we play, uh, teams that I coach, we sub a little quicker and a little earlier on purpose. And and just making sure, because when, when you play on a college court, that extra 5 feet, it might not sound like a lot, but it is. And so when you have a short bench and you have one, your starting point guard gone, your, your second best player is sick, but he's playing pretty well. And a couple other kids that didn't make the trip, you know, you're, it's tough to, to, to overcome that. Yeah, and I mean, when talking about the uh, longer court here, it's it's like in hockey, you know, difference between an NHL ice and uh, an Olympic size. You know, it's, it's wider and it's a little bit longer. So it, it definitely plays a toll on uh, on someone that's going to have a short bench. you, you got to get used to it. Go ahead, Bart. <laughs> oh, we just, I mean, we want to thank you for being out here, part of Allegra Allergy Relief, uh, because this is an event, these, these high school events, Without the local support like this, we, we just you can't function and bring events on the air like this. So every time you hear a high school basketball a game or a high school football game or whatever you hear on any radio station throughout the state, make sure you pay attention to the people who helped I agree. put it together and at least like jot down some of the names you hear because the next time you need one of those products, they, they are bringing this opportunity these kids are getting their name on the radio the parents can hear and it's all because of the sponsors which we just can't do without 
and you know, when I called William and I started crying over the phone <laughs> asking him to sponsor this, I think that's probably the sales technique that really helped, you know, solidify this whole program. It's the end of the year. You, you called. My you numbers called, are down. You <laughs> called it the last. You called it the nth hour, and you you know, I had to have budgets completed the next day, and he's. He's calling me. He's like, any money you got? Any money you got? You know, we, you know we're what? Just, <laughs> That's good timing right hey, there. We're just happy we could come through and help out and, uh, and and bring them all together here. You know what's funny is I asked him. I said, look, here's what we're looking for. And he almost came up with all of it. He said, look, I'm close. And, and you know what? If, if, uh, if this will help you and you know how I feel about high school athletics, I was part of that at one time in my life. And I, I want to give back and uh, just can't thank the people from Allegra and William Howe enough. So. William, thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. Thanks for having me out here again and uh, on the radio. You know, it's a couple. This is my third time on the radio this year, and uh, third first year ever doing it. So it's it's good. Now he's, he, you know, what he told me, he's coming after your job. No, yeah, no, William no. Howe. I was only Chuck. on the radio twice before I got the <laughs> job at the fans. So William Howe and Chuck possible. in the morning. William Howe and Chuck. I'm always looking to morning. sleep in. Uh, it's fine. Waukesha West 35 on Alaska 28. William, thank you again. Yeah, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate it. that. Your halftime show continues. Brought to you by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Sixth generation, 90 years of plastering and stucco work. Call creativeconstruction.com. More from the Rick Majerus WBY shootout next. Rick Majerus, WBY Shootout. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Mike McGivern. Halftime of Game 1. We've got three games on the docket for you tonight. Waukesha West currently leading on Alaska 35-28. Your halftime show brought to you by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Chris Breedy with 10 points for the Wolverines. Rocky Martinez with 11. Tyrell Sutley leading the way for Onalaska with 11 points as well. I want to thank our stat keeper, Mike, that you've uh, yeah, got I, in here. He's more than a stat keeper. He's... Uh, Nick Leonardelli, he is uh, the son, Mario Leonardelli, his dad, mom and dad, I'm big fans of, and, and uh, he goes to UW lacrosse, he's job shadowing us right now. So I'm sure when he gets done with this, he's never going to want to work at a radio station. How's but this experience for you, Nick? I've, I've been loving it so far. It's really cool, really cool experience. And, Mike, again, thank you for letting me come on. Yeah, you this bet. This is amazing. You bet, Nick. And thanks for all your help. We're going to put you to no work problem. for the next two days. So. Awesome, awesome. Mike McGiver, uh, keeper of dreams. Keeper of dreams. Many years strong as the second half is underway. And we thank Nick for his hard work. Also want to thank Jeff Orlowski back at the station. And again, all the fine sponsors here as we are underway in the second half. 35-28, to 28, Waukesha West in favor of Onalaska. And Waukesha West came out to an early lead. Traded baskets for a while with the Hilltoppers and have really been in control this one for at least the last five minutes of the first half. On Alaska, a little thin tonight. Uh, they've got some guys who couldn't make it as Skogman puts up the first basket of the second half. So 35-28 in favor of the Wolverines. On Alaska is 12-0 in six years at this shootout. They're facing their first loss ever as a program here if they don't turn it around uh, quickly. Basket won't go. Rebound won't go either. Rebounded again. Carson Arntz at the center of all of that. And he will get hit and then go to the line down nine. You know, I did, I did want to thank both Mario and Eva, um, who is uh, Nick's mom. You know, they're, they're uh, people I've known for a long time. I knew Nick when he was about two years old. And he went to Pius and played a little football up at lacrosse, doing a good job up there. Nick, how are the grades okay? Yep, the grades are doing just fine. Yeah, I'm passing classes, so I think that's all that matters. It's better than your daddy did, so I, that's good. I oh, yeah. lived in the same dorm room as him. 
Over same. at lacrosse. When I went to lacrosse. Same room? Same dorm hall. Okay. Coat hall on the right. uh, lacrosse campus. A lot of regrettable nights there for me. Hopefully not for you. You seem to have your head on your shoulders. A oh, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Just studying and drinking sodas all day. <laughs> That's the pious <laughs> way right there. Oh, yeah. 37-30. The free throws were good. Three-point shot is put up, and that is good as Alex Regenfelder gets the start here in the second half after coming off the bench in the first. And a seven-point lead goes to 10, 40-30 in favor of the Wolverines. Boy, if they can get some three-point shooting from him, that might uh, change things up a little bit. On Alaska, they just need to trade baskets, get the baskets where they can, be good at the other end, and not let this double-digit lead get extended any further. This man-to-man defense that Waukesha went to middle of the first half has been really effective. Not a lot of movement off the ball right now for Alaska. Again, they're missing their starting point guard. I know that has a lot to do with, with it. Kicking arms back and forth. Kick will get the shot off. Just a little bunny in front of the basket. It will not go. Waukesha West taking it the other way, now going left to right. On your radio.com app, boarded up after the missed shot from Palesi, boarded up by the Hilltoppers and McGrath. On Alaska, trying to set up, driving baseline, and then switching arms midair at the shot. The shot's no good from Stutley. He is fouled, so he'll go to the stripe for a couple. Down 10. On Alaska, again, they play tomorrow 4.30 in this very same event against Milwaukee Vincent. Um, Milwaukee Lutheran will take on Waukesha West at 9 o'clock tomorrow. Waukesha West 6-1 overall in the season. On Alaska, we talk about how they haven't lost in this event. They have not lost yet this season. Tied with Sparta in the Mississippi Valley Conference, just two conference games, but 7-0 overall. And both free throws are missed. Well, that's that's tough. You want to hit uh, hit your free throws. When you're down 10 and you aggressively get to the rack, get fouled, uh, need to hit those free throws. Breedy for three short as the Wolverines try to extend it even further. 15-20 to go. They're up 10. First of our triple header on the fan. Deep three. And the result showed as it's short from Carson Arns. Yeah, his uh, the form, he had hit two in a row in the first half. And, and that was pretty deep. One pass and a three. Not exactly what you're looking for, I don't think, if you're the head coach in Alaska. Arns' brother, Nick, played in this event a few times. Went on to play then for UWGB in Winona State. Carson uncommitted here as a junior. And that's what this what this event for is too, as Waukesha West uh, no good at the other end. Give some of these kids some looks from maybe from, from some scouts that wouldn't otherwise see them. Yeah, and you look around. There's some college uh, college coaches here. Um, Skogden just got his third foul, I think, and he's uh, he's heading to the bench. Same time, on Alaska's bringing uh, their big kid out, McGrath, and going a little bit smaller, maybe a little quicker. See if they can get some movement against this one, this uh, man, uh, man-to-man defense. There it is. That's a three. His toe was on the line, but they're going to give him the three. That's Carson Arns. So on Alaska down. Toe was on the college line, not the high school line. I see. Thank you. Sure. I don't know if that's uh, the case or if that's men's women, but his toe wasn't on the line. I don't think he hit that one, and good for him because he airballed his last one. Pelesi forced one. First, first force by Pelesi today. Foul that under things Bart should have known. Other end on Alaska. And good and fouled Carson Arts. So with the different lines, though, Mike, 
does that not play with you when you're out here on the court? I mean, I think a lot of kids end up taking longer shots than they need to. Probably. Yeah, that, that, the one that uh, yeah, nothing but net. Uh, really good form, and now he's at the line. He, he's a good player, this young man from Onalaska, uh, Carson Arts. He's, uh, he's probably their leader at this point, points-wise. Well, the end one is good, and suddenly a 10-point lead is down to a 4-point lead for Waukesha West as the Hilltoppers have six unanswered, 40-36, to 14.05 to go in the second stanza. West driving its Brady, switches hands, no good. And now the rebound from Onalaska. Arndt sprinting down, looking back, finding Stutley. He tried, he tried to pass it into traffic. West will take over. Brady, thinking about a three, drives in instead. Looks back to Palessi, who's open for a three. Shot is short off the rim. Onalaska quickly the other way. Victor Desmond, he's going to pull it back. It's a good move on his part. Let the offense come back and try to settle with him. Give him some more options. They go far side, try to go out and back in, and the shot is no good, but he is fouled, and Tyrell Sutley will go to the line. So they're only down four now with a chance to cut that in half. Got the third foul on Skogden, and they've been able to go uh, inside the paint a little bit, try to get something going to the basket without the 6'10 kid there. You know, 6'10 takes away for a lot of defensive sins. When you're 6'10 and you're able to sit in the in the lane, take away a lot of sins from your guards up top. He's not there on Laskis having a good, uh, a couple of uh, really good plays going to the basket and getting to the line. First shot is good, second not, 40-37, to 13-21 to go. When West had to take out their big, Onalaska took out theirs. Do you, would you always do that as a coach? Do you sometimes keep in your guy, or it just depends how you want to play with your pace? Depends how you want to play, and again, it's a longer court, so if you get a chance to take your 6'9 kid out when they take their 6'10 out, you, know, you go ahead and do that, and so far, so good for Onalaska. Waukesha West is going to turn it over again. So Onalaska, it's a one-possession game, 13 to go. Been a rough three minutes for Waukesha West. And they're only down three. Desmond was looking to tie it. He'll pull it back instead. Far side is Hank Olson. Jonathan Flanagan looks back to Olson. They'll look over to Desmond. Some of the second unit out here doing well for Onalaska. Driving! is Sutley and the and one with the opportunity to tie it up. Again, 6-10, not waiting for him when when uh, when he goes to the basket. Timeout by uh, Waukesha West. We'll keep it right here for the time being. 40-39, to 12-42 to go. Second half in. We'll take our legal ID and come on back and tell you what's going on here at the Rick Majerus WBY shootout. WSSP Milwaukee, WXSS HD2 Wauwatosa. This is 105.7 FM, The Fan, a radio.com station. WBY Shootout, I'm Bart Winkler, that's Mike McGivern. We've got a triple header tonight on The Fan. If, if you tune in on this Friday night for some of the national sports talk coverage, here's what you're missing. Uh, LeBron James is out for a few weeks. Uh... Notre Dame plays tomorrow, and something about the Dallas Cowboys. Mar so that fills your Marquette three hours. plays Southern tonight. Marquette does play Southern. Don't uh, tell people to tune into something else. No, it's, uh, they've got one that. win. Southern's got one win on the year. So. I believe the spread is 30. It's tied up here. 
So whatever the spread was here, hopefully there wasn't one, but whatever it was, it is a pick em right now because it's 40 to 40 between Waukesha West and on Alaska. A 10-0 unanswered run for the Hilltoppers, doing it with mostly their second unit. When Scogden went out, uh, they were up 10, and now it's even. Waukesha West can't get it to go at the other end. And look, you know, it, it, if you look at the stat sheet right now, Scogden doesn't look like he's controlled the game, but he has the, on the defensive end. Got a couple block shots, and again, he's done a nice job of taking away anything going to the basket. And now Alaska feels really good about going to the basket, and uh, they've run 10 straight. The senior Tyreek Curtin getting his first run for the Wolverines. He couldn't get it to fall. On Alaska now with the basketball and a chance to take their lead, which I think would be their first in the game. Been tied up plenty of times, and they're tied up again here with just under 12 to go. Tied at 40. They try to get the ball inside. Got a little matchup problem for Waukesha West right now. Hilltoppers. Top of the key and then driving is Desmond off the glass. No. Waukesha West boarded up by Chris Breedy, who's been huge for them. Looking to take it coast to coast. Layup with the right hand. Will get fouled. Basket no good, but they'll have a chance to at least score out of it. And that's only the first team foul against on Alaska this half six already against the Wolverines. Skogden at the uh, the scorer's table ready to come back in. And uh, again, they're, they were on a 10-0 run, and here comes the big from on Alaska. As soon as Skogden gets off the bench, McGrath gets off the bench as well. The first free throw from Breedy will go down, 41-40. to They regain the lead due to the Warriors. Again, came into the season Ranked number one in D1, uh, eighth ranked as of the last poll. Six and one overall, four and one in the Classic Eight. One loss on the season, that came to Arrowhead on the 11th. Second free throw, no good. 41 to 40 on Alaska coming right to left. Down here near side by us at the 105.7 FM, the fan table. Thanks to Concordia for setting us up here. The Hilltoppers will turn it over. Bart, you see the kick. The, the guard from Alaska got to the basket. Skogden is waiting for him. And with him on the bench, he would have laid that in. He made a pass, and they threw it out of bounds. That's the difference a kid 6'10", who's active, makes on your defensive end. So turnover for on Alaska. Sets up a three-point attempt in and out from Regenfelder, who made one earlier this half. 41-40 remains a score just under 11 minutes now at the Rick Majerus WBY shootout presented by Allegra Allergy, Creative Construction. He's going to go out of bounds at the baseline. Will Jonathan Flanagan, the 5'11 senior. Two turnovers uh, for Flanagan. The last two times down again, he's, he is uh, their backup point guard that's starting tonight. Two turnovers in a 41-40 game. You want to at least get a look to the basket with 10 minutes to go. You don't want to keep turning the ball. Empty possessions, not on Alaska's friend right now. Coach Craig Cole is going to go to the substitution. Carson Arntz and Hank Olson nearing the scores table. We'll wonder if one of those guys comes in for Flanagan with the two turnovers. You might think so. Driving now, Reagan Felder almost turned it over himself. Martinez controlling it for Waukesha West. Rock, they are going left to right. Rocky Martinez has been quiet since that opening. I think he had seven. Their first seven, I don't think he's uh, he has scored since. 
You hear the applause. A good play from Brady, who faked one way, drove the other, then got fouled in the paint. So he'll go to the line uh, for two, 41-40. The Wolverines leading, and they're just trying to contain on Alaska. They've done a decent job after a 10-0 run from the Hilltoppers. Brady hits the first, 42-40. Yeah, it, uh, Flanagan is coming out. Uh, they're going to have him uh, just sit for a minute, I think, at a drink and and uh, not turning the ball over where he's at right now. Flanagan averaging 8.3 coming into tonight. But responsible for a couple turnovers and now a three-point lead is Breedy. Good at the stripe both times. 43-40 in favor of the Wolverines. Here's Sutley. I think uh, Onlaskin's going to try to get Carson Arts a, a shot here. He uh, he scored, I think, eight of their ten when they went on that run. He has not gotten a look since, and might want to try to get him a look, either something inside or see if they can't get him an open look for a three. Kick to Olsen, to Arns on Alaska. Looking for that right moment. Arns at the top. Hank Olsen, who had just checked in. Down inside the paint, Sutley driving off the glass, won't go. Boy, he's strong. Skogman picks it off the rim, and here come the Wolverines. The other way, Skogman, pump fake, dribble. Three if he wants it, he's going to drive instead is Regenfelder. Three will be taken by Palessi, no good, boarded up by Breedy. Good hustle play from him, and the jumper is off. A little too strong. Still fighting. They're not giving up any opportunity. Pelosi made a great play defensively. His shot is not falling this half like it did the first half, but he's on the floor, tipping passes, trying to get loose balls. Uh, again, impressive basketball player. Alaska got the rebound and then sort of lazily were looking to push it up the court, but Pelosi wasn't letting it happen. Forced the jump ball situation, so they'll uh, inbound it from the baseline. Brady gets the look from beyond the arc. No good. Boarded up by the Wolverines. Palessi looking for Brady. Nobody around him. Oh, how did that not go in? Halfway down. The bucket rejected it on its own accord. On Alaska with the basketball. Double. Off the leg. Turn it over. Here comes Brady. And that'll go down. Time out. The nice layup. 45-40. Couple of costly mistakes for Alaska. The opportunity to take the lead has been in front of them, but Waukesha West doing a good job keeping them at bay, 45-40. We'll take a quick timeout, 30-second timeout, the Rick Majerus WBY shootout here on The Fan. Back to courtside at the WBY shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Wrapping up, 45-40, Waukesha West over on Alaska. Your timeout's brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores, where Wisconsin saves on groceries. I had my normal Friday pick-and-save run today. Every Friday I stock up for the next week. I get the Mountain Dew Kickstart Orange, and I get a bottle of Tums. There you go. My every Friday. Saturday morning, my wife goes. Every Saturday, 124th and Capitol. And she's got her list ready right now, so it's great. 45, 40, 8, 11 to go. Waukesha West over on Alaska. On Alaska with the basketball. 
Sam Kick at the top, driving in the paint, eight footer, good. 45-42, just under eight minutes. This one has had the opportunity the Wolverines have had to extend it a little bit. Is Skogman gonna drive and couldn't stretch enough to dunk, but next best thing, lays it right in. Sort of a hybrid dunk, almost dunk layup. Yeah, it's 47-42. Again. Three-point shot, Desmond won't yeah. go. Not sure that's what the coach in Alaska was looking for. Does not look like Desmond shoots a lot of threes, and he was open. Sometimes you're open for a reason. They scouted you. Waukesha West has had a few opportunities to put this one away. It's a five-point lead now. Is they're going to turn the ball over? Is no, it's a foul. Foul. Skogman might have went on the baseline, but you're right. Foul against Sutley. That's only their third team foul. Uh, six against the Wolverines. Yeah, they've had the opportunity to put it away a few times. This lead only five. Their biggest lead's been ten. What's well, interesting, they've they've run their five now with Skogden back on the floor. And again, he's not a kid that you look at the stat sheets, but he makes a world of difference for them. Turnaround jumper, no good. Boarded up Skogman. He can't get it to go. Right under the rim. They're gonna fight for the basketball. Jump ball situation. This should go the way of on Alaska. Skogden not happy. Yeah, Skogman wrestling it up with uh, Tyrell Sutley a little bit. Refs told him to stop. Knock it off, they said. He's a great story, by the way. He is a young man who had, uh, he had a cardi he had a, a heart attack on the floor a couple years ago. And he's back, Division One basketball player. Um, from what I understand, a really nice kid. I've not met him, but a good kid. Three-point shot kick, won't fall, boarded up, and Desmond. the foul. There's Victor Desmond, so couldn't get it done from beyond the arc. Does it within that protected circle and will get fouled as well. 47-44, he's at the line to cut that deficit to two. Yeah, Skogman he, getting looks from uh, Rutgers, Southern Illinois, Texas Tech, Valpo, and some others. Yeah, one of the coaches from Valpo is right here, but we'll try to get him on. He uh, might Maybe between uh, games we'll ask him to join us. Um, I can tell you that Onalaska is playing a lot of sophomores, and their future is bright, my goodness. McGrath's a sophomore. Desmond's a sophomore. Their future's bright. They're 7-0 right now. Well, yeah, I, yeah, you're right. You're right. Their future continues to be bright. How's that? Well, right now they're down three. 6-14 to go. West driving to the rim. Sort of a chest pass turn shot. Won't what? fall from Pelesi. And here come the Hilltoppers. Looking for three was Arns. He'll pass it. Desmond instead, and that won't go either. Rock Martinez got a nice block. Cut hasn't, him off baseline and blocked it. Hasn't shot as much this second half, but doing good on the glass. Brady Martinez maybe looking to shoot here. Good D by Desmond. Reagan Felder. And it looked like he'll turn it over, but that might have gone off on Alaska, so the Wolverines will retain possession. Coming up after this one, we've got more basketball for you. Mount Horb and Racine Park tips off just after 7.30, so maybe about 25 minutes from right now, around 7.40, and then Greenfield and Muskego as there's 5.36 to go in this one. West up 47-40. Good chance to see the number one prospect uh, senior, Noble Days. Rocky Martinez can't get it to fall. 
He was looking for a three. Desmond driving at the rim and good off the window. So they're down just one, 47-46. Desmond way better going to the basket than, than settling for threes, I can tell you that. Big possession here from West. Three-point shot, Skogman, good. Don't mistake him from beyond the arc. 35.35% three-point shooter. He adds to that right there with a big three. It's 50-46. Yeah, he can shoot. He's got a nice touch from beyond the arc for a kid 6'10". I think that's his first three-point attempt of the game. Kind of took on Alaska by surprise. Well, if they read his stats, they shouldn't be surprised because he'll shoot it. On Alaska now down four, looking for the right opportunity once more. They've been patient when they've had to be. But with 4.30 to go, time's starting to be against them. Shot no good, and I think Skogman accidentally tipped that into their own ba uh, basket. So it's 50 uh, to 48. Or uh, Stelly got, uh, I thought he tipped it, but uh, either one. Plenty of hands. Two-point game. Either way, it went in. That's what's important for on Alaska. And now they're only down two. We're going to have a good finish here, Mike. 50 to 48 in favor of the Wolverines. That shot is good. Alex Regenfelder lands on his back to do it. But the shot good quickly the other way. Desmond drives. Won't fall off the fingertips of Sutley as he was looking to board it up. And it's going to be Wolverine's give basketball. Give Desmond a lot of credit. You know, Skogan 6'10 was waiting for him, and he took the ball right to him. He didn't pull up. He didn't say, look, I'm not taking to the basket. He didn't finish, but really good aggressive play. Desmond just a sophomore. He's having a nice second half. Martinez collects the dish and puts it in the basket, 54-58. Good play. Suddenly, other end, fouled. Brady can't believe it. Fans can't believe it. Man, there's some uh, some fans jumping up and down on that one. Oh, it's I, good uh, to see the passion. Oh, there's some passion. Uh, to our right, there's a lot of passion, in fact, which is good. Not happy on that call. 3.27 to go. Sutley at the line. He'll get the first one. It's 54-49. This is going to be a good finish here. Want to thank our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. 0% down, zero payments until June of 2020. PellaWI.com. Do what I did. Call Pella when you need new windows and doors. Gina Della from Pella, best in the business. Gina Della keeps coming up on my uh, Facebook friend like suggestion. Yeah, you should friend her. I like her. She's uh, my, next time her, I see it come up, I'll... Her and her husband, Chris, really good people. I'll send her a request. 54-49. In fact, their sons went to Waukesha West. Well, then we know who they're pulling for. Austin and Alex Della. In fact, Austin coaches on the football team. A little early to pull this out, I think, for Waukesha West. Kind of stalling a little bit. They, I mean, there's no rush. There's not. They're if up I, five, 2.46 to go. Onalaskan's going to want to come out. If not, they're going to continue to dribble here. Got to come out. Martinez dribbling. Good screen set by Skogman to give him some space to do so. Back near center court, and he will be fouled. 
And that foul's going to go against McGrath. Yeah, they're going to take McGrath out. They, he had him following him on purpose to get him out so they could pressure the ball a little bit. McGrath is 6'9", is not going to come out and be able to, to play with some of the guards. And uh, so they took him out. They're going to try to get a quicker guard in and see if there's a turnover right that, there. Yeah, the quicker guard is the sophomore Olsen, junior rather. He gets the steal right away, and then he gets fouled, and that should be in the bonus. So Hank Olsen checks in for McGrath, immediately gets the steal, comes down in the corner, and draws the contact, and now he's at the line for the one-and-one. One. Good move by that coach. That's that's what you hope for when you you'd have their guy foul to get a kid out and then have a kid come in, but he misses the free throw. Yeah, they can't cash in, so still down five, 54-49. Waukesha West with the basketball, and really no incentive to speed things up here. And keep the ball in Pelesi's hand as much as possible here. They're going left to right on your radio.com dial, 210 on the clock. Martinez dribbling, good ball handler. Look, Pelesi draws the double team. Frees up Regenfelder. Martinez, pretty baseline, and he will draw contact. Still only five team fouls for Alaska. They're going to want to get uh, get another two here. I think if they're going to have to foul, you want to just let's get into the bonus situation. So if we have an opportunity to foul, put them to the line. I, I don't see any incentive for West to shoot at this well, point. Well, if they, if they get a layup, they'll take the layup. They're spreading the floor nicely, and if they get uh, something going to the basket where they they can lay it in, they'll certainly take that. They right, pull. right. But the aggressiveness they've shown all game, no need for that now. And there'll be a foul. I believe that's on Desmond. There's number six. So the next one, they send Waukesha West to the line. It's kind of where you want to be if you're on Alaska right now. 146 to go. West up five. Nearly a steal on the inbound. Crossing the timeline and then fouled is Skogman. So he's going to wait. The story is with all these teams looking at him. He missed the evaluation period last July because of the hard condition. First one good. He's going to wait until spring to sign with a school. And so a lot of schools, some here, taking a look at this kid to possibly bring him on into the program and get him on campus for next year. He's come season. a long way in two years, I can tell you that. I saw him uh, a couple years ago, and, and uh, he has really grown into his body a little bit. And, and he's he's probably you know been in the gym taking a lot of shots because his, uh, his touch is much better than it used to be. He makes both. It's a seven-point lead. There's 90 seconds to go. Hilltoppers showing the urgency they need to. Maybe not even enough. 121 to go. Driving. Arns. Basket falls. Timeout. Timeout on time Alaska. Out with 116 to go. We will keep it right here at Concordia University. The Rick Majerus WBY shootout. Again, you can come on by at any time. There were no pre-sale tickets. You can come on in if you're a student or a senior citizen and want to spend the day here. Tickets just $5. Tickets are good for the entire day. You don't have to pay on a game-by-game -game situation. Tickets are good at any time. Uh, $10 for adults. You can also pick up for purchase the 2018-2019 Wisconsin Basketball Yearbook. That's available for $30, those are for sales. If you just want a game program to find out who's playing and when, 
and the rosters, those are just $3. Those are on sale as well. And the basketball team from Concordia University is selling concessions throughout the event as well. I picked up from soda and water from them, and it was relatively cheap. So if you want to check that out and maybe tip those guys doing that, you can do that They too. made you pay for it? No, they didn't, didn't make me. I did out of the goodness of my heart. <laughs> you didn't tell them you were with me, huh? <laughs> they asked me how much, and I said I'd like to hey. double it because I know McGivern's mooching. <laughs> Do you know that Mike, that Mike Wickett and Terry Wickett used to come to this every year, and I'm, they they would be disappointed because they used to have a uh, used to have a uh, a room with a lot of food and stuff, and man, Terry showed up between every game. I can tell you that. I, I miss Terry Wickett. I miss Mike Wickett at this event. Terry used to used to give me his all tournament team. Here we go. <laughs> I miss the uh, food room. Yeah, it's good. 114 to go, 56 to 51. West in favor of Onalaska. West with the basketball. The press is on, as you would imagine. Trying to get the turnover, and if not, the foul. And that's what they'll do here. 108 to go. That foul is on kick. And I believe Breedy will go to the line. Coming up next, Mount Horeb and Racine Park. Uh, that's going to be a good one. Mount Horeb actually losing here yesterday to Milwaukee Lutheran. I saw that game. Milwaukee Lutheran was really impressive. Boy, defensively, they get after it. They put a lot of pressure on you. And Mount Horeb's a very good basketball team, and Milwaukee Lutheran beat them. 7-2 overall. They've got uh, a tie in the Badger North with the Forest. They've got the Forest on the 5th. Uh, an afternoon game on a Saturday, so that should be a good one. Uh, Racine Park, senior-dominated team, they come in at 3-2 and two overall. They haven't played as much. One of the free throws goes. That That's our game coming up next. This one far from pen to paper, 57-51, about a minute left. On Alaska, though, does need buckets. Stutley for three, and Got good! It. Cuts the lead in half. It's 57-54. Clock is moving, though. 50 seconds. Waukesha West in their backcourt. Alaska swarming, not yet fouling. There the foul will come. Charge to Flanagan, who is, we'll say, sat down earlier with some turnover issues, which kind of led to the sequence here that has put West up three with 41-9 to go. Yeah, it's a bonus for Pelesi. Sophomore, again, talked a lot about his game and how impressed I am with him. And the first one's good. That was the important one. Make it a two-possession game. Nine fouls apiece for both teams. Referees are blowing their whistle just to make sure they work. They exist. Yeah, I've got a whistle too. They say both free throws are good. Five-point game again. Forty-one-nine to go. On Alaska, not going to pick the ball up till they have to. And here comes Flanagan across center court. He drives with his right hand, right side. I think they're looking for a three. They'll take the two if they can get it. Arms driving gets the two. Down three, 59-56, but the clock is ticking. Oh, he stepped over, 24. and he missed it. I thought he stepped over. I thought Skogden stepped over the line when he made that pass, and uh, maybe I'm wrong. My angle is, is perfect, but. Well, the pass was actually broken up by Flanagan, but he tried to save it, could not, so it will retain uh, with Waukesha West, 23-2 to go. Wolverines up three, inbound and fouled right away, 
on the clock. Yeah, you're going to want to try to keep the ball out of Plessy's hands. He just hit two in a row, and the and, uh, idea is to, to make somebody else catch that first pass so you can follow him. But Plessy got open. They made the pass, and he's going to the line. Should be double bonus? Should be double, yep. Makes it a little bit easier. 59-56, Pelesi at the stripe, 21-9 to go. West up three, keep it at three. As that ball touched about every part of the rim that it could before it fell back on the floor. 59-56, 21-9 to go. Onalaska has never lost at this event. Second free throw is good. Nor have they lost this season. They're down four with 18 to go. Need to get a look here. Arns. No shot. He's Boy, fouled before Last thing you want to do shot. is foul to stop the clock here. So that is the double bonus. He'll get two with the clock stopped. You always want to score when the clock is stopped. One of my first ever basketball coaches, uh, coaches told me that one. Is it fifth grade, fourth grade? Third. Third grade. First bucket is good. First attempt at the bucket is good. Were you a good player? Did you shoot a little bit? Or? First attempt at the bucket is good. <laughs> I was not. You were not. I'm, that's why I'm here. Both free throws go. Okay, 12 seconds to go. Down two on Alaska. They need to foul. They need to foul quicker. They get the foul. That's going to send Pelesi to the line. 9.8 to go. The crowd, which has been pretty raucous, a little nervous energy, especially from the Onalaska Hilltopper section, those that have made the drive, the three-hour-plus drive from the Mississippi River border town over here to Lake Michigan. First free throw is big good for free Pelesi. Throw. Yep. Yeah, this is the big one here, 61-58. 9.8 to go. He makes it. I think Walker West taking a timeout here. He yep. made it. The timeout will be called. They are up four with 9.8 to go. We're back in 30 seconds. The Rick Majerus WBY shootout. Mike McGivern, Bart Winkler here on the fan. Back to courtside at the WBY shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Rick Majerus, WBY Shootout, presented by Allegra Allergy Relief and built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. 90 years of plastering and stucco work. Call creativeconstruction.com. Also brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Nine seconds, eight seconds. On Alaska, down four. They're going to need a shot quicker than this. Three seconds, they need a shot. And they get one, and it's not good, and they lose. So that means Waukesha West victorious. They improved to 7-1 overall, 62-58 the final. On Alaska with not only their first loss of the season, but their first loss ever at this event. And a good hard-fought game. The 10-point lead that Waukesha West had at one point was, was eliminated by On Alaska, but then On Alaska just had some tough possessions down here. Waukesha West able to capitalize on some turnovers and just kind of keep the Hilltoppers at bay and ultimately they get the four-point victory. Yeah, it was good. You know what? Walkshaw West settled the ship a little bit uh, when Scoggin went out with uh, with three fouls 
and uh, Onlaska again r- ran 10 on them, and then Skogden came back in, and again, and I said it three or four times, not the kid that is going to jump off the the, uh, the page, but what he does defensively, what he does to control not letting anybody come to the basket, um, man, he did a nice job, and, and, and they settled the ship. He got back on the floor, and they beat a really good Onlaska team. This is your mid-game show. We'll call it mid-game show, transition show, your halftime yeah. show. Or whatever you want to do. This is the part of the show that's brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. The, bet- the between games. The between game. We do need to give an MVP in this one. Uh, we did do. Did you have an MVP in I th- this one I thought Pelesi. I do. I think Pelesi from, uh, from Waukesha West. I thought he had a really good first half. Struggled shooting a little bit in the second half, but but did some really nice things defensively and hit free throws down the stretch. I would think that Pelesi would be our MVP. MVP brought to you by Allegra Allergy Relief. Get relief from sneezing, running nose, itchy, watery eyes, nose, and throat, all with Allegra Allergy Relief. This is your intermission. Pella Windows and Doors intermission. Show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Zero percent down, zero payments until June of 2020 pellawi.com we're going to get you a break i think bart is that correct yeah let's take a quick let's, break and when we come back richie davis executive director for wisconsin playground warriors is going to join us for a couple minutes we'll be back in about two minutes it's the rick majerus wby shootout mike mcgiven bart winkler here on the fan back to courtside at the wby shootout with bart winkler and mike mcgivern on sports radio 1057 fm the fan Rick Majerus, WBY Shootout, presented by Allegra Allergy Relief and built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Game one in the books in our triple header here on the fan. We just saw Waukesha West beat on Alaska 62-58. We've got Mount Horeb and Racine Park coming up in about nine and a half minutes. And then in one more tonight, Greenfield and Muskego. And then two tomorrow, after all the morning shows McGivern's doing, he's going to call two more games here at Concordia University, and you're then basically, coach. and you're coaching in coaching this thing. at 730. Basically, yeah. your mail has now yeah. rerouted to Concordia University. Yeah, my wife wanted to know where. when's the next time I'm going to see you. Hey, our special guest, and I got him before he was leaving, put his jacket on, and Richie Davis, Executive Director of Wisconsin Playground Warriors. Richie, it's good to see you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you guys, too. Yeah, how you been? Man, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for asking. Always good to come down here. You get games for three straight days get to see a ton of quality players coaches that you know that are friends ten, that you ten know. bucks to get in and can't you can spend all day yeah even mark I does get, a great job even i get burned out mark miller is unbelievable and the people from the rick majerus foundation you know what i can't thank them enough we're going to talk to them either tonight or certainly tomorrow morning uh but they've added a lot to this richie i wanted to get you over to talk a little bit about this yeah the, the strength of of wisconsin basketball where it's at you know, is it is it as strong as it has been? We talked a little bit before we came on. The senior class, not quite as dominant as they have been recently. Junior class is amazing. Sophomore class, really good. Uh, I think that's pretty accurate. You know, uh, the junior class that we have right now, the class of 2020, is you know probably arguably as strong as any class we've had in my 25 years of running a grassroots program. And even before that, just following things, the sophomore class is also very strong. And you never know how it's all going to pan out, but I at least at this point, you'd like to say there's probably, dare I say this, a couple of pros uh, in those classes. You know so. what? I, I agree with you on that. There are a couple, and we don't need to name them because no. we could start doing yeah, that. We'd go away. the whole time. But but I got to tell you that 
the, I, I think that the coaching in the state of Wisconsin is really good. And I think that, that when you talk to college coaches around the country that get Wisconsin kids, they go, look, they're a step ahead of some of the other kids. You guys do it right. And, and I take a lot of pride in that. Uh, you should. You know, I think I, I hear the same things. And quite frankly, it's a lot of the same characteristics that they see in kids in our state. And, you know, you'd like to give, well, first and foremost, the credit should go to the parents, obviously. But uh, our high school coaches do a fantastic job. And the same with all the other individuals that are so involved with these kids and it's getting better and better, and we should all be really, you know, excited about uh, what we get to be a part of and watch on a regular basis. That's pretty special. Yeah, I, I agree with you. How how impressive is this, this WBY shootout that Mark Miller's been doing for a while? I love the fact that you get to come here and watch teams that are never going to get a chance to play against each other. Different divisions, different parts of the state, and you get a chance to, to see, look, is Waukesha West, how good are they compared to a team from Onalaska? Yeah. And Onalaska missing their point guard and a couple of players off the bench. So I don't know if it was a, a real test. I wish that those kids from Onalaska yeah. would have been there. But, man, Waukesha West, I thought Scott didn't look pretty good uh, defensively. Offensively, Not didn't show a whole lot tonight. Well, you know, the Onalaska and the Mississippi Valley is one of two really strong teams over that way. Uh, you know, representing northwest Wisconsin, getting a chance to come over here. Where people over here that wouldn't maybe not get a chance to see them, you get a chance to watch them play. And I think they showed pretty well for themselves being down, you know, a player or two. But uh, the Mississippi Valley is a pretty good league. Yeah, and, it is. Uh, Waukesha West in the Classic 8. The Classic 8 is, in my opinion, certainly one of the four or five best conferences in the entire state of Wisconsin. And, you know, I see some of the teams even coming back yet tonight. And then... Uh, Tomorrow, uh, you know, you're getting the same thing. I mean, we're, we're blessed. Mark's done a fantastic job with this. And uh, you know, a lot of people wondered how it would go when we left uh, down at the Al McGuire Center and coming out here. Great. It's, 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 it's not dropped off a bit. And so, you know, kudos to Mark and his family. Hey, Rich, it's good to see you. Happy New Year to you and your family and certainly the, the Wisconsin Playground Warriors. Thank it's you. always a pleasure to see you. Bart, let's get to a break. Let's do Thanks, that. Guys. And then we've got a good one coming up. The second of three games here tonight on the fan. The 7-2 Mount Hora Vikings, the 3-2 Racine Park Panthers. That game is next. We're back in four minutes. The Rick Majerus WBY Shootout on the fan. Back to courtside at the WBY Shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Mike McGivern. Concordia University is the site for the 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY shootout. We've got five games for you on the fan. Three tonight, two tomorrow. We just saw Waukesha West beat on Alaska 62-58. This one a good matchup, Mount Horeb versus Racine Park. It's time for your starting lineups. Brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Zero percent down, zero payments until June of 20, not 19, 20. June of 2020, zero percent down, zero payments. Pella WI. Your starting lineups for Racine Park. They come in at 3-2 overall, 3-1 in the Southeastern Conference. It's a senior-dominated team, and they come in on a three-game win streak. They won their last game at Franklin, a tip-in at the buzzer from Noble Days. And, Mike, he's obviously got the start. He's the star committing to Tulane. This is the kid a lot of people are going to be out here to watch tonight. I had him in studio when he was a freshman. He had a brother who was a senior at Racine Park. And Noble Days is about a 3'8 student, big-time student athlete like his brother was, and uh, a, really, a really gifted basketball player. But there are some kids that, that some, some people that, that think 
that he should be a little bit better offensively and more aggressive offensively. He passes the ball and handles the ball extremely well. You'll be impressed with his game today. 11.6 points a game, nine boards a game. He obviously gets to start the 6'9 senior. All senior starting for the Panthers tonight. Uh, Demonte Hudson, the 5'9 senior. Zaire Carey, the 6'1 senior. Larry Kennedy, the 6'2 senior. And then Richie Warren, the 6'5 senior. So again, it's Days Hudson, Carey Kennedy, and Warren. For Mount Horeb, they come in at 7-2 overall, 5-0 in the Badger North. They're tied in first with DeForest. That is what they are looking at. A big game on this, uh, January 5th at home against DeForest, a Saturday afternoon game. That's their next game after this one. So a real good tune-up, a real good test before they get to that one. Starting tonight for them, mostly seniors. The 5'11 guard senior, Dustin Zenz. He averages about eight a game. Bryce Farnsworth at 6'5", a senior. Gunnar Nortman at 6'2". Jason Larson at 6'5". And then one junior starting, Owen Ziegler, averaging about 7'4", a game. So again, for the Mount Horeb Vikings, it's Zenz, Farnsworth, Nortman, Larson, and Ziegler. Mount Horeb will be in the all red uniforms, white trim. It is a white uniform with black and orange around it in terms of the logos and numbering and lettering for the Racine Park Panthers. Tip off is underway. Days is the one with it. And they'll kick it back to DeMonte Hudson. And we are underway. Game two of our triple header starts with a miss. Off of Carey's fingertips, the put back, no good. And boarded up by Mount Horeb, it's Gunnar Nortman. And here come Zenz and the Vikings. Mount Horeb yesterday, last night at the game I saw, struggled with the pressure that Milwaukee Lutheran uh, played defensively. And we'll see how they've uh, adjusted. Because we've seen Parks are going to play similar uh, up and down the floor. And they're going to defend as hard as they can in, uh, in the half court. Gunnar Nortman, going to hear his name a lot tonight. They look in the paint, back to Nortman. He'll drive off the window and good. So it will be Mount Horeb the first to score, and they go up 2-0, 17.09 on the clock, counting down here in the first half, just underway game two of our triple header tonight. The Panthers at the other end. Panthers going left to right on your radio.com dial. Long two is good. That's Larry Kennedy. The 6'2 senior averaging 17.2 a game. Gets his first two to tie it up at two. You'll, you'll see that uh, Mon Horb very patient offensively and try to get uh, good good looks. They'll, they'll penetrate. They spread the floor, use the entire half, uh, try to get in the gap and kick to, to open shooters or get a layup. Yeah, they, they run really good, solid stuff. Foul at this end. Baseline inbound and good off the glass for Jason Larson, who averages about 15 a game. 5-0 in the Badger North, or the Mount Horror Vikings, 7-2 overall. That loss last night that Mike mentioned. Mike McGivern here alongside me, Bart Winkler. Long three, get in, and it does. Boy, hit every part of the basket there. Zaire Carey, who averages about 15 a game. Uh, he gets a three there, so 5-4. Panthers with an early lead over the Vikings. Again, two teams that probably wouldn't see each other were it not for this showcase, and that's what it's all about. Mark Miller always doing a good job with these matchups. That one no good from, uh, that was from Zenz. 
And Racine Park the other way, another three. Oh, swish, butter, Mike. Larry Kennedy again, Larry eight Kennedy is good. That's a good player. Again, averaging just under 18 a game. He's their leading scorer. He's uncommitted as a senior. Certainly could draw some attention if his game continues as hot as the start. The Vikings with the basketball. A couple guys thinking three. Trying to find a spot. Deep three instead. That's in and out. No good from Farnsworth. 40% three-point shooter, so we'll look to see him shoot again, I'm sure. Foul is going to go against the Panthers. No, out of bounds. Noble Days a little bit out of control there, and uh, ball went out of bounds on Racine Park. That, too. Either way. Tomato, Rac tomato, Racine Mike. Park uh, comes out now to 1-3-1. Noble Days. Potato, potato. 6-9 Noble Days on top of the 1-3-1. Trying to keep the ball on one side of the floor. Good steal. Yeah, his pressure dunk. helps uh, Hudson with the steal. The dunk. Does not want it from Days. Kind of grabbing his head a little bit. I think it's just more frustration. He seems fine. Three-point shot. Good. It's Owen Ziegler. So Ziegler for three, it's 8-7 here. Still in favor of Park with the basketball. Good start to this one. I feel like right now, Racine Park has the edge. I, and I would feel differently. I, I think Mon Horeb needed to get uh, that first three or four minutes in to, to just settle themselves after losing to Milwaukee Lutheran last night. And I think they're doing that. I think they're gonna hang here. 1-3-1, um, one, one, again, half court with uh, with Racine Park. Noble Days on top. Richie Warren got the basket at that end. Jason Larson will get it at this end, and it's 10-9. Still tight here. Interesting to see if Racine Park continues to stay in that 1-3-1. One, one. They've given up good looks both times. 10-9, 13-43 to go. Noble Days, he can't get it to go. So the Vikings will come right to left. Back to a man-to-man -man here. The drive, a one-on-three. There's got to be somebody open. It goes off the leg of a Panther, and it will stay with Mount Horeb, a substitution. Last time Mount Horeb got the ball into the basket, they got an easy layup off a nice out-of-bounds play. Let's see if Racine Park will make an adjustment on that. Ricky Kennedy in for Richie Warren for the Panthers. And they did. 10-9, blocked. Days with the block. And it'll be out of bounds for Mount Horeb. 10-9 is the score. Racine Park over Mount Horeb. 13-23 to go in the first. Still very early. Team still feeling each other out. Drive using the window again. That's Gunnar Nortman. Good start for Nortman. They've got a lead. Mount Horeb up 11-10. Mon Horb is uh, playing man-to-man, -man, but they're packing it in. They're playing inside the three. Uh, I, I think they feel like Can uh, Canada's a guy that uh, that can hurt him from out there. Days, deep three, won't fall. Vikings with the board. Here comes Dustin Zenz at 5'11". Look to the top to Larson. Zenz again. Covered by Carey, drives. Corner fake. They kick it near side and then back down low. Turnaround jumper is good. 
That's Jason Larson again. Not a bad start for him. It's 13-10 in favor of the Vikings. Park the other way. Zaire Carey. Boy, defensively, Mount Horb is playing extremely well. Not a lot of movement in uh, the offense for Racine Park, and they're able to uh, to pack it in and uh, and a lot of help side defense. they got to get days more involved, you think, in the offense. Do they not? I mean, he's uh, had a couple of threes he, that he shot and missed, but as they're fighting for a turnover here, so it'll stay with the Panthers. He, he's not a big carry. part of their offense. He'll shoot that, miss it. Yeah, he's shooting a lot from outside the paint in the perimeter. I thought with his size, don't you try to use him down low a little bit? They haven't done that. They they have not, and uh, there's nobody on Mount Horeb. I think 6'5 is their biggest guy, and uh, and Noble is 6'9. He, he does not stay uh, around the basket. He, he does float out, and he's a, a decent shooter, but uh, struggling a little bit here tonight. 6'9", long, rangy, unselfish. You're seeing that right now. 13 to 10 in favor of Mount Horeb. Days with defense on Larson to kick out the three, and that's good. Gunnar Nortman will get it to fall. So I think right when I said Racine Park has the advantage, Mount Horeb must have heard me. They're up 16-10. What did I What did I say when you said that? Uh, you said you agreed with me 100%. I, I don't remember. So we're both wrong. <laughs> I don't think I said that. It's 16-10 in favor of Mount Horeb. 11-27 to go. We'll take a quick timeout, and we're back. The Rick Majerus WBY shootout on the fans. Back to courtside at the WBY shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Thank Jeff Orlowski back at Radio Ranch. I'm Bart Winkler. Mike McGiver, not only on every commercial you hear tonight, but also live with me, courtside at Concordia for the WBY shootout. It's game called a promo. Three. That was a promo, not a commercial. Just in case you're, you're a radio guy, you know that. It's a real technical difference. Promos, commercials, advertisements. Mike McGivern's a part of it all. And don't forget Sunday, Faith in the Zone, 8A and 8P. Marcus Hines. We're at a high school basketball tournament. Marcus Hines is our guest this week on Faith in the Zone, Sunday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Action I, picking up here. Go on, ahead. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the fan. I'm sorry about that pause there. 16 to 10, 10.48 to go. Racine Park trailing Mount Horeb. Park got out to the lead early. Mount Horeb, it's been all Mount Horeb last couple of minutes. And they're trying to figure out who's going to be the one to get some buckets for them. Driving and a little float up is Ricky Kennedy who gets on the board. 16-12. Good basket. That, that, that shot came about from his waist. Horb's got to get somebody on there to... Yeah, I know. It's a, look it's a good move. It's a good move. We'll see. Um, on Horb... Three of the last four times they've inbounded the ball into their basket. They've gotten a good look and scored tw two of them. And uh, let's see if they can continue that. They run good uh, baseline out of bounds plays. Ball goes to Ethan Post, who's checked in. Oh, and a nice block from Days. That's what you paid admission to see. 16 to 12. Mount Horeb will collect it. Looking to do a nice move on Days. There's another block from Noble Days. Larry Kennedy finds, I believe, Warren. Timeout, Mount Horb. And that one falls, 
to 14. 10 minutes to go, halfway through the first. We'll keep it right here. Again, this is the second of three games we have for you tonight. Greenfield and Muskego after that. Tomorrow, we've got a doubleheader. St. Thomas Moore at noon. St. Thomas Moore against St. Mary Springs out of Fond du Lac, and then Appleton Xavier at Kettle Moraine Lutheran. We'll talk more. We'll pause for a station ID here. Rick Majerus, WBY shootout on the fan. WSSP Milwaukee, WXSS HD2 Wauwatosa. This is 105.7 FM, the fan, Milwaukee sports leader. So 10 minutes left in this one, the first half at least. Mount Horeb with a 16-14 lead over Racine Park. We had a good game earlier where we saw Waukesha West beat Onalaska by four in what was a really a back and forth game. And this one showing signs of repeating that script. Yeah, Racine Park has uh, definitely increased their intensity on the defense. And quickly trying to get to the other end. Some patience here now, top of the key. Zenz drives to his right. Corner three nope. opportunity. I, th oh. I think he got fouled, yeah. Got fouled on the three, foul was on Ricky Kennedy. One thing as a coach, you, you want to play at your pace. The first, you know, the first half of, of this half, Mon Horvath played at their pace, and then Racine Park took the timeout. Those two blocks by days, and they have they have they've been able to speed up Mon Horb and play quicker than they're comfortable playing the last couple of possessions. Ethan Post, the six-one sophomore, will get a couple opportunities, three opportunities. He misses the first, second one, no good either. A near line change. Three guys come in. Farnsworth checks back in. Carter Jilks will come back in for the first time, rather. Ziegler will come back in, all for the Vikings. 16-14. You'd like to see Post make one of the three. He makes the final one. So it's 17-14. Vikings over the Panthers. And here comes Larry Kennedy and Racine Park. 9.20 to go in the first. Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern, Concordia University. Noble days. Wide open three, nice pass from Days. three, won't fall, I don't know how. DeMonte Hudson had a good look at it. In and out though. Mon Horeb has a six foot guy on, on Noble Days and Noble's not posting him up. There's a three. A little interested in that. Yeah, Art shot there from Ziegler, does not go. Park the other end, no shot, there is a foul. This would be the first foul against the Vikings. 11 and a half minutes into this game, three fouls so far on Racine Park. Carter Gilt, a six-foot uh, junior from Mon Horb, is, is playing man-to-man -man against Noble Days. And uh, you can see the, the incredible size difference. You're going to try to get him. Now there's a foul on Carter. Yeah, his head Two. comes up just I mean, below Noble's shoulders. Right, and and I think they now have identified that. And Coach, Coach Bechter at Racine Park is... Can do something to get him the ball in the post, I would think. All right, so Racine Park with the inbound. They're down three, 8.45 to go in the first half. Days, good penetration. Can't get the fall. He has not hit his shot tonight. Vikings with the board. And some light pressure as they cross the timeline. Driving into traffic is Ethan Post. He just got fouled on that. Previous possession for the three good bounce pass to Jilks. 
Days, now Days is defending him. So it's going to go the other way around. Running around sort of in a circle is Ziegler. Finding Jilks. Back to Ziegler. Good that's shooter. for three. Boom. And that's good. So Boy, nice pass. Yeah, six-point lead now for the Vikings. 20 to 14, eight minutes to go in the first. Racine Park again left to right on your radio.com dial. Driving here and putting it up with his right hand. They're not getting their shots to fall. And they're getting one shot. And and there's there's a size difference. And uh Mon Horb's doing a great job of boxing out, only giving up one look. Three on two for Mount Horeb. Reset Why not? back for three. Hit three in a row. Yeah, Ziggler. Again, it's 23-14. Boy, that kid can shoot. They're getting their shots to fall. The Panthers are. I'm not hating the looks that the Panthers are getting. They're just, they're not falling. And Noble Days especially. There's no movement offensively right now for Racine Park. Mud Horror's playing man-to-man -man defense, and they're they're stacking it in. They're inside the three, and they're, they're uh, daring Park to shoot threes. They're getting decent open looks, but not hitting them. Did a nice job of scouting this team. Park with the inbound, the basketball, the shot, the rebound. Not, nothing's working. And boarded up by the Vikings. They're applying more pressure now. They get the turnover. Days underneath and good. So that at least worked. A quick turnover and a quick bucket. It's a seven-point deficit for Racine Park. 23-16. Down just under seven to go in the first. Here comes Mount Horeb driving. Three guys on Dustin Zenz, who will get fouled on the shot. So he'll go to the line. We're seeing Park picking up full court, speeding out Mount Horb a little bit. Not, not a great shot. He got fouled, but not a great shot. No, yeah, the foul bailed him out there. Again, he, Very went, much on, so. he went in on three guys, and the first free throw is not good. Mount Horb's not hitting free throws, but they're hitting some threes. They're up 23-16. Uh, and, again, they're much better in the half court when they take their time, patiently get good looks. Second free throw is good. We talked about it last game. When you're driving in and there's three guys in you and that's what you're driving into, kick it out. Yeah. There's got to be somebody available for you to kick well, it out to. Well, and, and how much do you trust those guys? That's a, that's a lot when it comes to high school basketball. Do you trust the guys that you're making the pass to? And uh, sometimes the answer is no. 24-16. Mount Horeb, 7-2 on the season. Over the Racine Park Panthers, at just 3-2. This is only their sixth game of the year. Three-point shot won't fall. Panthers pick it back up, rebounding his own shot, and getting that one at least is Larry Kennedy. He Boy, averages he 17 a night. So we should be calling his name a little more. They're down six. He is active and uh, did a nice job of getting his own rebound. Backdoor. Noble Day's coming our way. And he just swatted it, and that's why you put caps on your sodas and your waters. Noble Day's hit that like he was playing volleyball, came right at you. I've never seen you jump so quick or so high, Park. Can we actually tell the truth and realize how calm I was just now? Three-point three. shot, good, Ziggler. Ziggler could shoot it. Mike, I didn't flinch. That ball came right to us, I didn't flinch. Normally I'd let you... Rib me a little bit, but I, I'm kind of proud of that. Wow. That's your proud of? Man, you need to get you in the gym a little bit. You blink at me, I flinch, Mike. 
27-18 amidst all that. Hey, if I'm on Horup, I'm going to figure out how to get Owen Ziegler another shot. Yeah, Ziegler's got nine, four threes in a row, 12 points. Yeah. I'd get him another look, run him off a double, do something. Well, Ziegler averages seven points a game. He's got 12 already tonight. Three-point shot, no good. Park the other way. Spin. Great spin move. Uses the glass. Larry Kennedy. That's a video game spin move he just put on. 27-20. Long pass for the Vikings. They're looking for a quick bucket. Maybe they're going to reset it and slow it down a little bit. Up seven. Again, Five to go. You don't want you don't want Racine Park to speed you up. Just play your style. This is it here. Same guy, Ziggler. Ziggler's got it. Good. Oh, baby. They're smiling. He's smiling. Oh, I would be too. That's five threes. Fifteen you, points. You put you, you put you in a gym by yourself. You don't hit five threes, do you? <laughs> Not. It take me two hours. Three answered from Zaire Carey. Thirty to twenty-three. Game just picked up, didn't it? It really did. Ziggler is a part of that. They're going to take another three. Oh, it's little, that's what I call a toilet shot where it hangs on that rim circular before it goes down. And that one's good from Larson. 33-23. They're a little buzzing here at Concordia University. There's still room for you. Come on out. Four minutes to go in the first half. Mount Horeb 23, Racine Park. 23, Mount Horeb 33. Forget what I just said. We got a new score. It's 33-25. Larry Kennedy again. Larry Kennedy has been very good tonight. Yes, he has. With 11 points. Averaging 17 a game. More than halfway there. Open look at the bucket for Racine, Gunner Norton. Racine Park doubled that half court where they didn't need to. Left a guy wide open under the basket. Score is 35-25 in favor of Mount Horeb. It feels closer than that. 3.30 to go. Three-point shot. Count it, Zaire Carey. All right, Ziegler, you can do it. I can do it as well, Carey says. A couple of threes on back-to-back possession. Three-quarter court, three court, court, one, three, one, where they're trapping again. Seen Park, Mount Horeb calmly over half court, looking for a good... Uh, Good bat. Oh, he forced one. 11 forced one. He did, but coming in for the rebound was Nortman, unfortunately, on the dribble back up. It hit the baseline. Every Turnover. time every time Racine Park is able to speed out Mount Horeb, you see bad things happen for Horeb. And, and when they're able to just relax, play their game, three, four, five, six passes, get in the gap and kick, they're getting great looks. Just under three to go in the first. It's easier said than done. When you have athletes like Racine Park, they're able to speed you up. They just are. Driving Kennedy smooth. 35-30. Good look from him. 237 to go. Mount Horeb, they are, I mean, these passes are in double coverage. just like Brett Favre kind of stuff, but they're connecting at least, keeping possession. You got to slow it up a little bit. 35-30, 230 to go. Mount Horeb up five. Ziegler had it, instead checks in. That bucket no good, boarded up by the Panthers. They're going left to right, radio.com dial. Does Carey want another one? No, they'll find Noble Days. We haven't mentioned him much lately. Hook. Yeah, that was a nice hook. He's seen that on tape somewhere, emulated it. 
put it down. It's suddenly a three-point game. Quick yeah, they're speeding them up. Making. Yeah, they had Larson under the basket. He will actually end up with it after it gets tipped around a little bit. 148. Ziggler, who's hit five threes in a row, is wide open. He takes it again. Six. No. Miss. The whole gym wanted it, no matter who you're rooting for. Loose ball on the floor. Which way is this going to go? Timeout Racine Park. All right, we'll take one ourselves. Buck 36 to go in the first half. Business has picked up, as they would say. 35-32, Mount Horeb in favor of Racine Park. It's the Rick Majerus WBY shootout. Mike McGivern, Bart Winkler. We're back in 60 seconds here on The Fan. Back to courtside at the WBY shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Racine Park looking for a three. DeMonte Hudson won't get it to go. That would have tied the game. 60 seconds to go in the first half. Racine Park trailing Mount Horeb 35-32. to WBY shootout, Concordia University, Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern. Mount Horeb, they're just trying to desperately keep possession. They cannot. A couple of sloppy passes into triple coverage. And so yeah, Racine they, Park with the basketball. Racine Park is... Uh, Defensively, he's really picked it up here the last five minutes, and it shows on the uh, on the clock. There's 42 seconds left, no shot clock. Do you just try to take one possession here? Or? You know, I I probably would not. Looks like Coach Bechter is going to do that. When you're down three, everything's been rolling your way. I no, I wouldn't do it, but uh, looks like uh, looks like Jim is doing it. Unless they get a good shot here, or one of the players has something else to say about it. They do seem content. 18 seconds. 16. Larry Kennedy is probably the guy I'd look for. They gave it Kennedy to carry. And here is carry for three. Wow. He made a couple that missed. The Vikings, they can do something with five seconds here. Crossing the timeline. They're going to get a shot off. They will, and it will not go. So 35-32. That was the score coming into that last timeout. That is the score now, we'll take a quick break. We'll have our halftime show, the Rick Majerus WBY shootout, 35-32, Mount Horeb over the Racine Park Panthers. We're back with the halftime show on the fan. Back to courtside at the WBY shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Here live at Concordia University in Macron, I'm Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern, the Rick Majerus WBY shootout. We're in the middle of a triple header tonight here on the fan at Waukesha West beating on Alaska 62-58 before us. You've got Mount Horeb on top of Racine Park right now, 35-32 at halftime. Greenfield and Muskego will have that game here on the fan tonight. Tomorrow we've got a couple as well, St. Thomas Moore, St. Mary Springs at noon and Appleton Xavier, Kettle Moraine Lutheran at 1.30. And Mike, again, as we get into our halftime show, brought to you by Creative Construction of Wisconsin, sixth generation, 90 years of plastering and stucco work, call creativeconstruction.com. It is sponsors like that that allow us to bring you these kind of games. You know, it's it's interesting because I, I get a chance to, uh, to hang out with Bingo and Zach Emmons and Al Emmons a lot. Um, I see him on the, my Nary Milwaukee Home Improvement Show. They've been to my house, done a lot of work for me. And talking with Bingo, he's really uh, involved with the high school age uh, kids because 
we're trying as as Nary members trying to get kids into the trades and uh, bingo said look i'd love to be on a show like that i'd love to sponsor you guys at high school tournaments because we believe so much in getting kids a chance at the high school level to look at the trades as one opportunity once you get out of school bingo emmons uh here at courtside never look better man sport coat and all bingo how you been i want to look good for radio man you look good for radio there's no <laughs> doubt I'm, I'm super um surprised that deb did not come with you yeah, I almost had her talked into coming, but then once she figured out what was going on. <laughs> she knew I was going to try to put her on the yeah. radio. She will not do it. Hey, Bingo, um, it is really important that that people understand that all the things that Skills USA does, all the things that the Nary people are doing to give kids at the high school age a chance to get into the trades. Yeah, when you came, uh, came to me with this opportunity to help support this cause, and I mean, this whole basketball tournament, I said, I looked at the schedule and said, you got to be kidding me. A lot of these guys have Skills USA teams, and that's their future. Um, you know, we don't try to talk people out of going to college. We just want to say, if you want to go to college, go to tech school, do whatever. But there is some good paying jobs in the construction industry and the trades. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And the amount of pride that you have, my father was a bricklayer and a mason. And uh, one of the hardest working people that I've ever known in my life. And uh, he was so proud of the work that he did. And uh, made, a, made a great living, raised six kids, owned a home on the east side of Milwaukee. And, I, you know, there was a lap, I think a lap of, of um, guidance counselors at schools telling kids, suggesting to kids that this is a really good opportunity well, in the that, future. Yeah, that's how the whole shortage got started. We, uh, you know, you went, to, you went to high school, you went to college, get good grades, try to get a job, do something else. But what, the, what they forgot about is the generation that wants to do something with their hands, be proud of what they do. You know, that's, that's what did I do. My dad was a big union contractor. He did big buildings and stuff. What I like to do is go to houses and fix somebody's problem. You know, when you have someone that has a plaster falling down, stuck over, we get somebody that has a home that, you know, says, you know, I was wanting this my whole entire life. We can't find anybody to do it. I'm, I mean, looking at a job tomorrow that's uh, we'll start, we'll start, uh, Waukesha Historical Society. Yeah. Nobody can do it. Yeah, I, love those I love those challenges because I know we can do it. Yeah. Well, callcreativeconstruction.com uh, is the website. We're going to uh, hold Bingo over because between the games, I'm going to ask him to come back and sit with us when we have a little bit more time to talk about his company and talk about Skills USA and, and something that's coming up at the uh, the Spring Nary Show that I think is really phenomenal. Skills USA brings in a bunch of high schools uh, to get involved with a project, and I love watching these kids. I love watching the team aspect of it. Uh, Bingo Emmons, thank you so much for sponsoring this event and allowing us the opportunity opportunity to do this these games yeah it's a pleasure and can i if if mount herb wins um i think i know what the mvp is do you yeah <laughs> the kid that hit the five threes oh my god yeah we uh maybe we'll have him on if uh, if we could do that uh bingo emmons thank you very much we'll talk to you between games all right big lemons thank you for joining us here and we'll talk to him a little bit more and maybe we'll talk to i think the kid in question uh, Owen Ziegler, as we take a look at the scoring here on your halftime show, uh, 15 points for Owen, and they've been all threes. Uh, here's a kid who averages 7.4 points a game. He's coming and doubled that up already, so he's leading the way for the Vikings in this one. Trying to answer as best as he can is on the other side, uh, Zaire Carey, who had three threes in the later stages of that first half, so he's got nine points. But right now, it's one of those Ziggler three-pointers that is the difference, 35-32. If I were to predict who, who uh, our MVP is going to be, 24 from Racine Park. I like Park in the second half, and I think Larry Kennedy is the guy that uh, that's going to take over a little bit. 
Well, he's at 13 points. Right. Uh, he's he's, uh, he's, he's done it in all different areas of the court, too. Boy, how about if you were to predict a winner on this one? Yeah, I would I would take Racine Park right now, and I'll tell you why. The last five minutes of the, of the first half, they, they I think, they, they were able to speed up on Horeb, and I think they'll be able to continue to do that. I don't know if they're going to come out in the first four minutes of this half with the kind of pressure, but they understand that once they turn up the pressure on Mon Horeb, they start turning the ball over and start taking bad shots, and I think you'll see Racine Park do a lot more of that in the second half. Also, they're just down three without – I don't think we've seen anywhere close to the best of Noble Days. I mean, one of the truly touted guys – of this showcase here, 6'9", senior, committed to Tulane. He's Again, offensively, he's not the, uh, he is not the kind of kid that you think about when you when you look at Racine Park. He does some good things around the basket. He ends up, I think he probably averages 15 a game, maybe 14, something like that. Um, he's actually 11 and a bunch of rebounds. But again, he's not the kid they go to. Kennedy is a kid, and they got some shooters from the outside, and they get a lot of points off their defense. Transition, and again, um, not to beat a dead horse, but they, when they turn the pressure up is where they start scoring. Days is getting shots, though. He is getting looks. They're just not there. They haven't been falling well, to this point. Yeah, correct. And when, when, when they have a six-foot kid on him, he needs to be around the basket a little bit more. Second half is underway, 35-32 in favor of Mount Horeb. They will inbound the basketball in their backcourt. And here we go, up three. 18 minutes, second half is underway. And then one more game for you tonight, Greenfield. Muskego, oh, second half, a little bit of a gimme there for Boy, they ran a, Farnsworth. They ran a great, get it to go. Ran a great play. They, run, they ran Ziggler down to the baseline. He came off, off a double screen. And one of the kids that set in the screen slipped it, and nobody from Park was there, and he missed a wide-open layup. Yeah, you got to convert those. They'll inbound it under their hoop. They've been good at this. And Noble Days, some good defense there. But, wow, slipping past them was Jason Larson. Good defense by Days, but better offense from Larson. Yes. He uh, shot fake twice and then footstep, or, and then uh, basically went right-hand, left-hand, and laid it in. Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern, Rick Majerus, WBY shootout. 12.50 a.m., 105.7 FM. Find us on the radio.com app for those of you listening maybe from the Mount Horror Madison area. We've got sports talk all day, 6 to 6, local sports talk, including this guy right here. Let's not forget Mr. Saturday. You're going to be out here like 8. Yeah, yeah, I no, did. you're going to be out here from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. tomorrow. Yeah, eight and then hours. i got a game at 7.30 to coach. <laughs> Going to my sister Colleen's house to take a shower and come back. Well, that's probably a wise Yeah, she idea. lives in Cedarburg. It's perfect. Shot put up by the kid you think could be the MVP of this game, Larry Kennedy. He gets it to go three-point game, 37-34, still in favor of the Vikings. 2-1-2, two, two, three-quarter court uh, uh, press by Racine Park. This was not effective in the first half. Uh, we'll see how it goes here. That's 15 for Kennedy now. Mount Horeb with the basketball. A lot of dribbling. Zenz looks like he's going to get fouled. And that's going to be on Hudson. So his second, team second. Hey, um, Bart, in the front row, uh, right, right in the front row in the middle is one of the all-time great high school basketball coaches in the state of Wisconsin, Wynn Parkinson. He used to coach at Tech, him and his wife. He is a ba basketball junkie. He's in the front row and, and – uh, 
walking towards us, John Pelesi, one of the good referees in uh, in this area. His son had a great game for Waukesha West. They can't get it to go, the Vikings, at that end. Oh, my goodness. Kennedy can get it to go down here. Mike, your pick's looking good. He just tied it up with a three-point shot, and that was a deep three. College three, possibly NBA three. It's 37-37, 16 to go. Buckle up. Three-point look, won't take it. Farnsworth cutting across is Nortman. They're going to go to the other side now and see if they can get something up. Yeah, they're not going to let. Ziggler's not going to get a real open three, I don't think, for a while. He's going to see if he can dribble a little bit, draw some guys toward him, driving. Farnsworth, he'll get it to go. Little step back, Dirk Nowinski style. Yeah, nice little shot there. Puts the Vikings back up to 39-37. Park coming the other way, right to left on your radio.com dial. Here's Noble Days. Again, all these guys that are on him are good three, four inches shorter than him. But he'll pass it up instead. Kennedy can't get it to go. And we're going to have a foul. And that's going to be on Farnsworth. So it will stay with the Panthers. 15.20 to go, second half of our triple header. This is game number two. Racine Park trailing by two points to Mount Horeb. Three-point shot off the rim, no good. Collected by Nortman, and here comes Gunner. And the Vikings, and an interesting pass. By interesting, I mean ill-advised. Yeah, he thought he had him. Uh, he thought he had him long be beyond the defense, but Racine Park is, is awfully quick to get back. It'll get deflected, though, and stay with the Vikings, and they've been good under the baseline, at the baseline. Not here. Boarded up by the Panthers. Noble Days with his length, dribbling, driving, finds the cutter, and he, oh, that, that was pretty. DeMonte Hudson. Right to left and in. Right under the basket. It's tied at 39. Here come the Vikings now. Three-point. He thinks about Deep. it. He takes it. It will not go. Farnsworth. And there's a whistle. Is that on Horeb? Mount Horeb? Noble Day's asking to come out. Or he's saying my bad there. I don't think he hasn't been out yet, has he? No, he is not. 39-39. Tied up. 14.31 to go in the second. Days with the basketball, far side. Three-point look. Off the front of the rim, no good. That was Hudson. He averages 10 a game, struggling a little bit tonight. Three-point shot on the other side. That won't go either. That was Farnsworth. It's interesting. Again, the, the length of the court, you see a lot of shots be coming, coming up short right now. Spin move in the paint and good. How about Richie Warren? Another country heard from. 6-5, the senior. Again, an all-senior starting lineup for the Panthers. A senior-dominated team coming in with a three-game win streak. Started out 0-2. They won their last three. They're up right now, 41-39. Zens. Kick out, three ball, no. Short. Fight for the board, one by Warren. And here come the Panthers. That one almost hit the back of Day's head. Instead, Hudson finds it but misses the three just off the mark a little strong. You know, I think Larry Kennedy was out those first two games for Park with an injury. 
And uh, I don't think they've lost with him on the floor yet. That would make sense. Uncommitted, 17.2 points a game for him. pass. Yeah, open pass. And there's a block by Kennedy. And he's the one with the basketball crossing center court, driving with his left, kick out, looking for the open guy, driving his Hudson, left hand, good. One horror might need a timeout. There it is, Coach, 43-39. We'll take a quick timeout ourselves. It'll be a 30-second timeout. Four-point game here at the Rick Majerus WBY shootout here on The Fan. Back to courtside at the WBY shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Rick Majerus WBY shootout. Concordia University. That is where we're at. I'm Bart Winkler. I want to thank Mike Andy McGivern. Spitzer, Intercom uh, employee, for the, for the kind words of you and I. What a great job we're doing. I don't get sarcasm all the time, so I don't know if he's being sarcastic, but he said we're doing a good job. Spitzy's tuned in? Yeah, he needs to get life. We need to get him a date. You can listen to uh, Andy. He <laughs> is a part of our podcast network, Sparky's Wonderful World of Sparky, a Disney podcast. That's one of the many podcasts you can find at 1057fmthefan.com and the radio.com app. Maybe he has a date, and that's what they're doing tonight, listening to us. Wouldn't you? No, but that's <laughs> all right. Maybe I'd bring her here to watch. Yeah, this is actually not a bad date night if you've and, got two sports-loving people. Yeah, Andy Spitzer's one of the good people in this world, no doubt. 43-39. Racine Park has taken the lead. Mount Horeb down four. Off the glass, no good. Boarded up by the Panthers. They have looked real strong in the second half. Wide open for three is Carey. He's got three already. That will stay true as the shot is off. And boarded up by the Vikings. Again, 5-0 and in that Badger North from the Madison area. It's important Mon Horb gets a bucket here, at least a really good look. And Again, not exactly what you want, but he got bailed out. Can we describe the shot? I... It was a spin move, kind of a two-hand, kind of underhand, but he got fouled. So uh... It looked like he was losing at a game of horse, and he was desperate for a make. Uh, Mon Horb was really struggling from the line. They just missed that one. This is Dustin Zenz who we're referencing. Has missed the first of two. Each team's got three fouls against them in the second half. 43-39. Park over Mount Horeb. Make it 43-40 as Zenz gets the back half of the two with 12 minutes even to go. You like the halves better than quarters? I do. I love them. How about you? I'm not sure yet. I, as a coach, I love him. I, I really do. I think you get a chance to get more guys in and the flow of the game much better. Shot under the bucket. There's Noble Days on the offensive glass. He gets the board. A little garbage to pick up there. Yeah, gets the board and then puts it back. He's averaging nine boards a game, so no surprise there. It's 45-40. Park over Mount Horeb. The Vikings have the basketball far end. Yeah, Racine Park has stopped, you know, the 1-3-1. They've stopped some of the, the, the gimmick defenses. Now they're playing straight man, doing a good job. That's a three. Oh, oh wow. It's, it sat on the rim and eventually did fall for Gunnar Nortman. So make it a two-point game, 45-43. Plenty of life in the Vikings, far from over, but doing a good job to 
keep it close after it looked like the Panthers might have the momentum. Driving and losing the basketball via the travel. travel. Is going to be Ricky Kennedy, and he seemed confused at the call, but he'll take the penance, the turnover. All right, so 45-43, 10.52 to go in the second half. We've got another one after this, Mike Greenfield and Muskego. To yeah, I look forward to that one. Greenfield's playing a lot better than people thought, and uh, Muskego's fun to watch. This is a good one, too. They've got to live up to a couple good games that we've had here in a row at the WBY shootout. Mount Horeb. Ah, reach foul yeah. on Park. Ethan Post was losing it, but then got fouled. So yeah, Get frustrated as a coach with, with kids that won't move their feet to play defense, and then they, they know they're getting beat, so they'll reach, um, even though they've got help. Well, this is where they've been strongest, under the basket, and they just flat turned it over. Just threw it straight out of bounds. Dustin Zenz. He's struggling. He is. Uh, he's struggling a little bit, the point guard from Mount Horeb. Yeah, when his mom finds this podcast later, she's not going to be happy about this particular. Well, he's a good-looking kid, but yeah. he's struggling on the basketball Probably got court. the good looks from his mom, we're assuming. And, and I'm sure he's a great student athlete. Yeah, probably best son ever. 45-43, there you go, Ma. Noble days, long two. Oh. There's my aforementioned toilet shot where it swirls and swirls and swirls before it goes in. That's two more for days. It's 47-43. Park over Mount Horeb. Where Nortman you... with the basketball driving. Blocked away. It'll stay with the Vikings. Do you, do you see the difference um, offensively in Mount Horeb this half? Again, they Racine Park was able to speed them up, and right now they're not getting the good looks that they got in the first half in the beginning of the game. Everything's being contested. Their pass... Even uh, Park's doing a great job getting in the, the passing lane to make passes difficult. Larson looking down low for Post. And Post, when he, go, yeah, when he goes up, he's 6'1", but the guy's defending him. It's Noble Days at 6'9". You've got Richie Warren at 6'5". So they're either going to block the shot or draw the contact. This time, Post is able to draw the contact, and he'll be shooting too. 9.41 to go. It's now a three-point game you, as the first one's good. Do you feel like Mon Horb is, is, is hanging on right now? I, I feel like there's a run coming from Park where they're going to get it to about a 10-point lead. That's how I'm feeling. Well, that's why these free throws are so important. You bet. They finally hit two. Yeah, they make both of them. 47-45, just under 10 to go, second half. Racine Park, for the most part, have a lot of that starting five in there. Stevie Henderson getting some time. Haven't called his name much. Ricky Kennedy. More subs nope. than I first thought. Noble days. days. Yeah. Long three. Long three, no good. My goodness. One possession game, chance to tie or even take a lead here for Mount Horeb, which would go against the way this game is feeling. Three-point shot, Farnsworth. No good. Boarded up. Nortman. Could there be another three opportunity? Farnsworth is open. They don't find him. Tries to cut. Still don't find him. Top up to Zens now instead. Kennedy this is a on much defense. better pace for Mon Horb. Much better pace. Three, four, five passes. Driving up strong and a little too strong was Post. Possession back to the Panthers. Here's Kennedy near side. Top of the key is Henderson. They're going to find on the other side, and good from 
Richie Warren. Richie Warren has made shots when they've needed buckets. He's been the guy to kind of knock those down, 49-45 in favor of the Panthers. He's kind of a lunch pail kind of guy. Plays good defense, rebounds, long and lanky. Six points for Warren. They've counted opportune times and a foul at the far end. Should send the Vikings to the line. Yeah, Monhorb getting to the line a lot this half. Kind of slowed the, slowed the pace of the game down a little bit. 49-45, Racine Park over the Vikings. 8-12 to go. First shot from the stripe is good. All right, they're making their shots here, Mike. That, that's, that's important, as any coach will tell you, but especially when you miss the handful in the first half. So Owen Ziegler coming back in. He's the kid who hit five threes from Mount Horeb in the first half and, and uh, could not get a good look in the beginning of the second half. They're going to see if they can't get him going again. Yeah, he's been scoreless here in the second half. Yep. Both free throws are good for Nortman, 49-47. He's not gotten a shot. Rasheed Parks did a nice job of identifying where he is on the floor and uh, defending that. Demonte Hudson, top of the key. A little juke move. We'll end up back with the basketball. Kennedy thinking for a long three. Thought it would go for a second. It does not, but boarded back up offensively. They're going to find Days. Back out Hudson. He's got Kennedy on the wing if he wants him. Drives, kicks. He'll stay with the basketball. They're going to look for Ricky Kennedy. And back to Larry. 7.31 to go. Larry drives to the right. Real good defense for the Vikings. Larry Kennedy on the other side of the arc. Noble Days now with the basketball. Cutting, driving. Winds up in Kennedy's hands, and he'll be fouled. Good possession there to at least get to the line from Racine Park. You bet. The, uh, a lot of touches. I thought Von Horb did a nice job of defending and uh, slowing Racine Park down. Again, Noble Days, uh, you know, he uh, made a nice pass there, but he's got a six-foot kid on him, and uh, and he's floating out from the short corner to the deep corner, and... Uh, I think he could have his way. That that hook that he had, you know, not too many possessions ago. I, I just think that's that's the kind of look he needs to be looking at. Kennedy makes the first, and you might as well count the second one as well. 51-47. So a good possession. I think both teams can look it back at tape and, and be proud of that one. But we're seeing Park probably more so as they do convert the free throws. 51-47. Get it over. Five. Yeah, they were flirting with the uh, timeline there. They were. Racine Park went back to that three-quarter court 2-1-2 and made it very difficult. Every foul from here on out, uh, Monhorb will go to the line. If they start hitting their free throws, they can hang in there on free throws. Yeah, in the bonus here, Dustin Zen, seven fouls against Racine Park, four, by the way, against Monhorb, 51-47. You impress at Monhorb? You're a good basketball team. They, they walking off the uh, off the bus. They don't look like, you know, they'd be that uh, that that scary. But I think they they're, they're a good basketball team, well coached. Yep, good defense there. That'll go the way of the Panthers. They're shooting well. I mean, there's certainly times that they could have maybe put their head down on a few possessions. They haven't. Yep. This is a team that's first place in their conference. They're used to winning. You know, they fully expect to win when they get to the basketball court. So. 
Park with a four-point lead, inbounding, seven minutes to go. Noble Days, top of the key. He's going to find Carey. Back to Carey. Little game of catch here between a few of the guys. Candidate driving, saw Noble, but took it himself and was rewarded for it. Off the glass and good. 53-47, six and a half to go. Panthers with a six-point lead. All right, this is, Kennedy seemed like the best player on the floor for you right now. Right now, yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's had a really good second half. Oh, wide open. Wide open look and good for Gunnar Nortman. Just curled off a screen and Larry Cannon went high and uh, there's no help behind. 53-49, six to go. Park with the basketball. And again, more of a desire to just be a tad more patient than they've been. Find the right shot. Find the right opportunity. We saw it on the possession earlier. A little pass around before Travel. Candidate drove. And then that, that's the thing thats the thing you can't do is give the basketball back uncontested. Yeah, he uh, started going before he get the ball down. We do a no-walk no drill about almost every practice in, at, at Martin Luther, and the kids hate it, but that's why right there. Empty possession, trying to go too quick. Vikings with the basketball over the center line. What is that? They just ran a little Princeton drill right there. Yep, and looking to have uh, that second pick to have him shade it, but Park did a much better job of of, uh, of defending that than they did the first time they ran it. Spin move off the rim won't go. There's, a, there's our guy, Larry Kennedy, on the glass. Panthers with the basketball, other end, basket won't fall, boarded up. Henderson, they're going to reset things towards the scorer's table with Larry Kennedy, again, the 6'2 senior. Racine Park with a four-point lead. WBY shootout here on the fan, just under five minutes to go. Racine Park leading Mount Horeb, 53-49. Kennedy, near side. Up four, I mean, no rush. Until you find that shot you like. Tries to drive, knocked away, oh. regains possession. And Turnover. then a little bit of volleyball down here before uh, Mount Horb ends up with it. Tough pass, but Dustin Zen's able to corral it. And now they have some time to think about what they want to do. Just over four minutes to go, down four. Yeah, Carey from uh, Racine Parks had a couple of tough possessions. Good cut there from Gunnar Nortman. Was able to get to the rack. Doesn't get the shot to fall, but will be fouled and go to the line. So that's eight now just for those scoring at home against Racine Park. This will be a shooting foul anyway. You know, Carey's the last three possessions, yeah, missed a shot, traveled, turned it over, and turned it over there. And he uh, he needs to just take care of the ball here. That free throw is good as well. Mount Horeb has picked it up from the line. Tough, uh, tough go of it in the first half, but they've looked much better here in the second, and they've needed. It's the only place they're scoring right now. Now they got two there, 53-51. Substitution coming in for the Panthers. This will be Hudson checking in for Ricky Kennedy. Yeah, I'm surprised. I thought maybe he'd come in for uh, for Carey. We'll see if Carey can settle his game down a little bit, quit turning the ball over. 4:07 on the clock. Park up two. 
with the basketball. Hudson finds Henderson. Back to Hudson. Drives. Takes on three guys. And it's good off the glass. 55-51. Good strong drive from DeMonte Hudson. Steal. Stolen at this end. And put up and good. That uh, Steve Henderson. Good defense. Good lay-in. And maybe a devastating turn of events here for Mount Horror. Yeah. Only down six, but it feels like a big six. It does. And the point guard for Mount Horror was struggling a little bit, running away from this pressure here. And Another there's turnover. a turnover. Yep, bad pass from Nortman. Noble Days vacuums it up. 3.23 to go. Again, a six-point lead for Park. And with their patience at this end, that six-point lead, I mean, it feels more than a two-possession game. Yeah, they're spreading the floor here a little bit, trying to get something going to the basket. Take the shots when you have the open look. That's what they do, but Henderson can't get it to go. Good cleanup there. Might want to get a timeout here. you got three minutes to go. You're down eight. Hudson with a little stank face after that one, too. I like it. (laughs) Is that what you call that? Like a Giannis mean mug. No, they kind of get lazy on defense. Yeah. And let Larson Time out, take it Mount to Horb. the uh, bucket. Boy, nobody came. to, to he, From half court, he dribbled down and laid it in without anybody coming to defend him. 59-53. We'll stay right here at Concordia University. Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern. Jeff Orlaski back at Radio Ranch. want to thank, as we have been doing throughout the broadcast, that these broadcasts, which we're able to do, because of fine sponsors, including Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Right now, get 0% down and zero payments until June of 2020. PellaWI.com. And I know that the opportunity to call high school basketball games on the fan can be few and far between. We've got a lot of great post-game programming. I love the Varsity Blitz show you guys do in the uh, fall with football, and I, I I wouldn't do play-by-play over that show ever. You guys are able to cover you know, 30 games some nights for doing that. So this is a good opportunity to come out here and, and do this kind of event, and we couldn't do it without some of these sponsors. No, it really couldn't. And Bingo Emmons, who's sitting right here at courtside watching this this game and uh, enjoying high school basketball. We can't do it. Creative Construction, Wisconsin, 90 years of plastered and stucco work, sixth generation. Zach will be the seventh. And uh, call, uh, call, call creativeconstruction.com. We do that again. Call creativeconstruction.com for any plaster or stucco work. Uh, they're the best in the business. Get uh, Bingo and Zach out, and they'll do the work. Allegra Allergy Relief, we want to thank them. Uh, pick and Save and Roundies, want to thank them as well. 240 and another drive, and uh, he'll be fouled. That's DeMonte Hudson who drove, missed the basket, but will be fouled. It's 59-53. Racine Park with the lead over Mount Horeb, 237 to go in the second half. After this one, Greenfield Muskego will be our nightcap before 2 tomorrow at noon. We've got St. Thomas More, St. Mary Springs at 1.30, Appleton Xavier and Kettle Moraine Lutheran, but we've hey. still got some good basketball yet tonight. I want to thank uh, Nick Leonardelli as well. He's uh, hanging out doing stats. He's uh, running and getting stuff that, uh, that we need as far as starting lineups, things like that. UW lacrosse kid, Milwaukee Pies kid. I want to thank him for his help and and uh, he comes from good stock, good parents. Both free throws are good for Hudson. It's 61-53, two and a half to go. Good pressure from Park. They're not going to let Mount Horb get anything easy, although maybe Back an opportunity door. for a cut. There it is. All right, well, that was pretty easy. Jason Larson, 2.18 to go. Boy, that was too easy. Uh, Noble Days just turned his head and 
player who was guarding went back door, got an easy layup. Driving is Hudson, looks for Henderson, slapped away, but drew contact. So, yeah, I think he might have been able to, to hear that over the uh, headphones, the slap of the wrist. Nothing intentional, of course, but it will send Henderson to the line. Who hasn't played a lot tonight, but getting some good minutes here late. Henderson, the 6'2 junior. Yeah, good free throw. Needed that one. See if he can hit the second one. Get it back to an eight-point lead. He does, and it's 63-55, 2.08 to go. Racine Park with the lead over Mount Horeb. Mount Horeb lost the other night to Milwaukee Lutheran. This would be an 0-2 trip for them. Ah, oh, it's stolen. Dump. Kennedy loses the handle but will retain. Double coverage leaves days open. They're, they're content here until they get fouled, which they do, with a buck 46 to go up eight. That'll send them to the bonus. That's a one-and-one one situation. Seven team fouls against Mount Horeb. Eight, by the way, against Racine Park, but it's Mount Horeb who will need to be doing most of the fouling. Down eight with 146 to go. Noble Days at the line. First one is off the mark. Boarded up by the team in red, and here come the Vikings. They're down eight. A hundred seconds Ziggler to go. He's yeah. not gotten one look in this half. This is a three look, which is good from Time Gunner out. Nortman. Timeout, it'll be a 30, so we'll keep it here. Yeah, that, that's been the adjustment that Racine Park was able to make because Ziggler was just killing them. Yeah, they stopped helping off him. And he's, you know what, he's a really good, and I saw it last night, he had three threes, I think, last night against Milwaukee Lutheran. He's a very good catch-and-shoot guy, but to try to get something off the dribble, not not that kind of player. So they've stopped helping off him, and if he's going to get a look, he's going to have to get something off the dribble, and so far he's not been able to do that. You know, we talked to Bingo at halftime. He was going to be the, the clear MVP. I mean, yeah. Ziegler was was really getting this gym to ooh and ah a little bit with 15 points. He hasn't scored. He hasn't taken a shot. Since. Maybe one shot in the second half. Meanwhile, yeah, good, good Larry adjustment. Kennedy's got 22 for the Panthers. Yeah, he's had a good good half as well. He's done some nice things defensively as well. He's got the basketball. It looks like they don't want to foul him. Days will draw three guys. Somebody's got to foul at some point, and finally they put body on Kennedy. Yeah, they, a lot of referees in the crowd think uh, Noble Days traveled. I think Noble Days thinks he's tra he traveled, and uh, he's smiling a little bit. <laughs> a lot of referees out in Mount Horeb. Yeah, especially yeah. that one guy right up there. Yeah, there's picture, always one. Picture there's every dad that's ever yelled in the stands, that's that guy. The free throw is missed, though. Oh, knocked away, but it will stay with Mount Horeb. It's 63-58. Yeah. One there's always to go. one or two. Does he not look like the prototypical coach in the stands? He does. Not he to does. be rude. No. Three-point shot. Good. Got it. Okay, so Ziggler did it in the first half. It's going to be Gunnar Nortman to try to do it in the second. Suddenly, it's a two-point game. It was just an eight-point game. Nortman with a quick six. 63-61. 54 two to go. Foul on this end. We'll send Hudson to the line. 
Again, a bonus. Got to box out from on Horb. If he misses this, you want to make sure you get that rebound. Down good. and up and good. 64-61. That was a big free throw from DeMonte Hudson. The 5'9 senior. Struggled at times. Came through there. Can he do it again? Make it a two-position affair. Yep. 65-61. 54 to go. Mount Horeb found another three-point assassin. This time Gunnar Nortman. Where is he here? It's Farnsworth. Ziegler had it. Gave it back up. Driving instead is Nortman. Drop step and missed it. And boarded up by Park, and time they'll out. be, well, timeout. By no Park. foul? Timeout? Timeout by Park. Timeout before a foul. Okay, 34 seconds to go. We're back. Interesting time for a timeout. I, well, why don't we talk about that instead? Sounds good. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, uh, so they they had a three-on-one. They had time to be taken off. They had, uh, there was no, there was no um, turnover looking to happen. They had the ball in the middle of the floor in a three-on-one break probably to, to get a layup if they wanted it. Instead, took a timeout. Gives Martin Horvath a chance to reset their defense, decide who they're going to want to foul. They're looking at their stats right now saying, look, who's who's their worst foul shooter? Let's see if we can't get him the inbound pass and then converge and foul him rather than Racine Park coming down on a 3 on one break, getting a layup, and then maybe taking your timeout if you wanted to take that timeout. little interesting on that. So if you're Jim Becker, what are you telling the guys right now? Well, I, whoever my best free throw shooter is, uh, but I'm not quite sure why. And I'm getting text messages from a couple guys here saying, why take that time out? But that's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, there's again, like there's referees in the, in the stands. A lot of us coaches in the stands too. <laughs> yeah. But Jim Becker's won a lot more games than I have. I got nothing to say. All right. But so now look, here Monhorb gets to set this up, and who do they want to foul? That was a very interesting pass, which nearly paid off, but they don't get the shot. It was a full-court pass. Carey missed it at the rack. 26 seconds. Mount Horb has the basketball now. Driving. I, I believe Days got the contact, got the block. He is slow to get up. They're going to come to the other end and get the bucket. Larry Kennedy. A little bit of chaos here. Got to hit a three. Days a is limping. Shoot it. Mount Horb's down Ziggler. six. Hit it. Ziggler nails the three, and finally a timeout. 67-64. My eyes focused a little bit on Days, who is limping, walking on his own power. Yeah. Well, Ziggler got finally got a good look and hit one. So now, if you're Mount Horeb, well, you, first, how, how did how did Canada get the shot down here? Where was the defense on Mount Horeb? Well, they, they, again, similar to what happened before they took that timeout, they had a three-on-one break, and Canada just took it right to the glass and laid it in. I, you know what, a good move on, on, on his part. They're going to take Noble Days out, I think, as he is, uh, yeah, he's hurting on the, on the bench there. Well, the good news is they don't play again until January 4th. So whatever that is, he'll have time to yeah, ice it up a little bit. Feeling his foot a little bit. His right foot seems to be bothering him just a little bit. So if you're Mount Horrible, what you're trying to do is overplay the passing lanes. See if you can't tip a pass. Get the ball. If you get timeouts left, maybe get a timeout. Or, or look for one of these guys that have been hitting threes. Ziggler is one of them. 
but you got to you got to pressure the ball, probably overplay it, switch all screens, and uh, see if you can't get a steal. Dan Wandry, unbelievable coach from Brookfield Central, leaving now. 18 points for Ziegler. I don't know if he's an unbelievable coach. <laughs> he's a good coach. I just said that because he was here. Yeah, no. He's been my friend a really long time. Of the whole Wandry clan, Amy, his wife, is actually my favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's way too good looking for him, but don't tell him I said that. I feel like that's usually the case. I feel like women marry down a lot. I don't know why. My well, wife did. I've Your heard wife that. did. Well, if, uh, did not, actually. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not, I'm better looking than my wife. Yeah, not even not even close. But so Noble Day's on the bench. Uh, looks okay. Uh, no trainer there. No ice. No, shaking his head a little bit. 67-64. Racine Park going to inbound the basketball again. Clog the passing lanes like you said. Out of bounds. Oh wow! Wow. <laughs> so now, if you're Mount Horeb, you know whatever side out of bounds play you've got. Noble Day's coming back, kind of limping, but going to the scorer's table. Yeah, Mon Horeb. They need him. Who do you want to go in for, Coach, is what he's saying. 5.7 to go. They're down three. They need to get a good look. You've got two kids that have been hitting threes from Mon Horeb. Which one can get open? 5.7 to Ziggler's go. coming. Ziggler swatted away. He's got the basketball. Does he take a bad shot? He does. No foul. Too strong. Over. And that'll end it. Ziggler wanted the three. He was, he was.